Ladies and gentlemen, I got some exciting news. Uh, yeah, I don't want to build it too much, but um, we got a promo code. We got Full Scale Outdoors, got its first promo code. What do you think about that? So it was out the Minnesota Game Fair at the uh, Premier Flight Outfitters booth, hanging with Dean. That's uh, who I guide snow goose hunting for. And uh, also sharing a, a tent with uh, Molt Gear and uh, Scott there. And tons of traffic coming through there. Listen to goose calling all day, every day. But uh, the other, the stage over there, like the uh, where they're giving the seminars and stuff and talks, was like right there too. So that was cool. Lots of people coming and going. Game fair, always fun. Um, got to listen to some calling contests. Uh, Joe Heinz uh, was the big winner there. I think he took first place. I think he took first place in doubles too, if I'm not mistaken. So he kind of cleaned up at the old uh, game fair there. But onto this promo code. So just down from where we were at. Uh, there's a, a booth there, another combined booth. It was BB Waterfall and Jim Shoe Decoys. So I'd kind of seen some ads for Jim Shoe Decoys and just kind of swung in there and talked to them a little bit, and uh, they seemed super cool. I'm like, oh, this is a an obvious invite for the podcast. They seem like pretty cool. So they were game. We just met at uh, the Boondocks Bar up in uh, Ramsey. Or actually, what would that be? That's not Ramsey. It's next town north of Ramsey. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, we went to a bar. That's what I'm getting at. So there's some background noise in this episode. Um, not that you haven't heard me do them at bars before, but just giving you fair warning. However, things went so well that both BB Waterfall and Jim Shoe Decoys made a promo code. So if you're listening to this episode and you want to go check out BB Waterfall, now they had what they had at the stand. We're going to get into it. Um, so BB Waterfall have these um, stakes, if you will, uh, that make it so that you can use your floater decoys, duck and goose decoys, and convert them to field decoys. It's just they're two plastic feet with metal stakes in them. You stake them into the ground. There's a little slot. Weight slides into them. Dude, slick as goose shit in the rain, I'm telling you. So that's one of the things they got going on at BB Waterfall. And if you're at the Game Fairy, Game Fairy, you probably saw them. But go check them out. Look at their website. If you want to order anything at checkout, use promo code FULLSCALE. And you're going to get 10% off. Also, now for Gym Shoe Decoys. Now, they have super lightweight, collapsible, durable decoys. They have honker decoys and snow decoys. Um, they are running the same thing. So, they, again, if you want to order some decoys on there, um, and they're super affordable as far as, like, they look pretty good. And so in, instead of spending, you know, what, the like avians are, like, over $300 for fully flocked uh, six of them, you know, you can get a whole dozen for, like, half that price. Um, they're very lightweight, so if you do any kind of pack-in kind of stuff like that, they're going to be perfect for that. So go check out Gym Shoe Decoys, and at checkout, throw in that promo code, full scale, and boom. You're saving money. So with that, let's get to it. This is the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. I'm Dale Luganbill, your host, and this is the boys from BB Waterfall and Jim Shoe Decoys. Oh, here we go, boys. Go. 
love that sound. This is a good one. Oh, thank you, my love. Love, it's a little early in the, in the relationship for that, isn't it? Well, yeah. you know. Love everybody. Love, yeah. that's I'm, a good answer, good answer. I mean, I think I, Jesus I, I, think, yeah, I think strippers like me too, so it's fine. <laughs> they do. They do like you. They like yeah. you for a very specific reason. And it's not your ass, but it is something very close to it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't what's in the front of your pants. It's that thing in the leather pouch. That's the thing I, you know, I, I love, love a, you know, Bill and I will will argue about going to you know, going to a strip club because when we head down to North Carolina, there's one literally right off the highway. It's called Southern Exposure. Right? Every time, like every time, I tell him, I said, "We're going to Southern Exposure." He goes, "Would you go to a buffet just to smell the food?" Like we're not going to go there. We're not going to spend he's our got money. A point. Depending he's, he's, on which one you go to, it does smell like a buffet. He's got. A <laughs> well, there's a couple. <laughs> he's got a point. There's a couple in Nashville that they actually have a buffet. And we had I've never. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've never been a huge fan of strip clubs just for that very reason. It's like so I'm paying good money to get blue balled. Is that what's just going on yeah. here? So I'm leaving this building no. broke. And sexually frustrated. This and is a terrible <laughs> business transaction. The same exact thing happens when I go home. <laughs> <laughs> I pay all the bills and go to bed sexually frustrated. Here you go, dear. Here's my paycheck. And, uh, I'm going so to bed. funny, funny story there uh, in Zanesville, where we're from. There's a there's a strip club, and it's a trash strip club. But it's just you know, you get you know it's nasty, dirty. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it was always our thing. It was on my way home from the bar, so we would go out to the bars, and that's that's where we would stop. Well, I took my wife there when we, her and I were first dating. We're, you know, both trying to impress each other, and uh, she says, "Well, are you are you going to the Fox Horns? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go? Yeah, let's go, let's go." We opened up the front door, walk in, met with you know topless hostess, and she goes. Oh, hey, Brandon, that's not the girl you brought with you last oh, time. Oh, no. My Shit's wife hell. ran right up to the front of the stage, and she sat there, and these girls were up there dancing their freaking dollar, like dancing their life away, and she was like, you get $1. And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, okay, we, we need to go because I don't feel like getting stabbed tonight. Wow. You get one, you get $1. Well, I know you all get, these strippers by name, so what? that's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So new oh. people to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. No, it's, we seriously were talking about hunting right before I pressed record. I swear, <laughs> I swear to God we were talking about duck hunting. And this is just where it went, and uh, I'm thankful for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so. beautiful. Uh, yes, we were talking about uh, buffalo heads and uh, and your golden eyes and, and everything. Golden eyes. Golden eyes that don't land with anything. Golden eyes are racist. They, that's they're racist. We have stuck. come to it. They're probably <laughs> Republicans. And they're tough. They're just tough. They might be. You yeah. <laughs> what yeah? No, they you can hit them a solid shot that's going to drop a mallard at forty yards in the air, and these, you hit these things, and they just they they hit the water and they're gone. We hamburgered one though. Was it last year? I think it was last year. This lone Drake came in. It was late <coughs> season for here in Minnesota, and he fucked up because he gave us two two chances. <laughs> came <laughs> in, he, he he buzzed the tower, and then he came around, and we just watched him the whole time. He was like, oh, he's coming around again, and. Like right down the line, like just uh, everybody, everybody. I don't think anybody actually called the shot. Where everybody's just like, <laughs> I, I got him. Uh, I shot tough, that bird, but he wasn't that tough. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. the river. I <laughs> he had wasn't back home. four guns tough or five or whatever we had that yeah. day. 
The river I hunt back home comes out of the out of Columbus, and you can put in right at city limits, and you can float for. I mean, I don't. Do you know where Circleville is? Oh, I yeah. float from Columbus to Circleville if I do a float hunt. I mean, it's it's yeah, a yeah, that's three a, hour yeah, float. That's a twenty mile float on the Scioto. Oh yeah, so. We put in, we're floating, we come around this bend, and it's just from side to side for 10 yards deep, it's all bufflehead. And it's me, my brother, and my best friend. And they're like, what are we going to do? And I was like, well, uh, we can float into them, but we're not going to get very close. I said, let's park the boat on the side, and we'll try to sneak around and get a shot on them. Neither one of them wanted to do that because they're lazy and it's cold. (laughs) So we take the boat to the curve, and we ended up getting like, 40 yards from You can sneak Buffy's pretty easy. They're yeah. not that wary. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, we get like 40 yards from him. And there's like 40 of them. You know? I'm like, he's like, well, how many can we shoot? There's like, we six of them because we, we don't have a limit on Buffalo. We both, we all three fire. Nine shots. And I'm like, how many did we get? Not one of them fell out of the air. Oh, man. Not no, one they're, of them. They dive and then they're going down the river. And oh, man. What's crazy is how fast they can dive. By yeah. the time oh, your yeah. gun goes off and the yeah. BBs get to them, they, they're Are you sure they weren't Greaves? Oh, no, they weren't <laughs> Greaves. Greaves do that. I mean, I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> not, not that I've ever There's seen. a young lad, sort of looks like me, many years ago, attempted to shoot those, and they're in pot. You can't. If the wildlife yeah. officer's listening, I don't Literally, know the guy. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't even, I mean, it was I don't a, know I the read guy. I read it in a book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but this one guy this one time told Allegedly, me. the way he told the story, <laughs> when you shoot at them, they dive, and then you see your pellets hit. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Well, just shooting ducks on the water in a river, I mean, it's it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. So, I, so I here's, here's the question, though. Is it unethical to shoot ducks on the water? Absolutely to water swat not. Them? If I'm good enough to put them on the water, I'm good enough to shoot them there. Yeah. I don't think it's unethical. I personally don't like it because so many times I've tried to pond swat a duck unless it's really close. Mm-hmm. You end up just chasing that thing and it takes eight more shells to finally get yep. that bird in I hand agree. because all their vitals are underwater. Unless right. you get that perfect brain shot which you catch just that rarely golden, ever happens. Golden pellet. Yeah. I'll, just I'll rarely ever happens. So you just end up chasing down and then while you're chasing it, birds are working. Spread. Oh, I, yeah. I don't like doing it. I will do it. Right. And right. Sometimes they just they take you by surprise. You're sitting there all of a sudden, shh, like, oh, crap. Right. Birds and decoys. Well, yeah. and, you know, there's some old timers. I, I guess love, you I mean, could There's some old timers that really, really get mad. Yeah. yeah. You know, Stand like, up. Yeah. Stand up. Scare that bird off. Shoot Yell it in at the him. Air. Do something. Yeah. yeah. Throw a rock. But it's okay. You can't shoot them on the water, but it's okay to shoot them the second they start flapping their wings. Yes. I, they can be one inch off the water. And most of the time, the, the, the one guy that I hunted with, he doesn't like shooting them on the water either. He yells and shoots before they start flapping their wings. <laughs> yeah. So here, here's my it's warning. Gave what's warning. what's yeah, the difference yeah, yeah. between you know, say water swatting a goose and shooting a turkey? Perfect right. analogy. I've brought I've brought this up in the past. It's the same thing. And even if you just stick to upland waterfall or upland birds, yeah. So turkeys, it's actually frowned upon to shoot them on the wing. Right. Like yeah. you're supposed to call them in close, head shoot them, flopping around. Yeah. But if you go out and you ground pound grouse. Oh, yeah. you're oh, shunned you're by the wing shooters. Yeah. Like, right. uh, can yeah, you, you guys sh- make up your mind? Shoot a pheasant that's running away, and they'll, they'll exile you. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. But the fact you, that especially you game farm it. chickens where you got to, like, kick them to right. get them to actually fly. Oh, yeah. Why don't yeah. you just reach out and grab it? Yeah, re- uh, just right ring there. It. Just ring it just real fast and call it a day. I mean, yeah. Use the finisher by a drill. Yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Throw the finisher in there and call it a day. Yeah, yeah. His finishers are pretty slick. They are. They are. They are. And the guy who owns the company is awesome. We've become pretty good friends with him. Cool. Yeah, cool. uh, well, so I actually bought into the box shot shell thing last year, and I'll tell you, for shooting ducks on the water, they're good at that. I mean, yeah. they, they are good at that. I will give them that. They're yeah, they, they, it's 
I had a lot of problems out past 30 yards. Um, but inside 30 yards? Yeah, if they're close enough, they're going to – you're, oh, you're just getting that magic pellet because right. you just got more pellets on target and your pattern's right. tighter. But, right. yeah, once they, like you said, 30 yards to get out there, it's a foot race. Well, that, you're going to cripple them, they're going to dive, and you're going to uh, – it's just – Well, and the way we hunt, we, I mean, the spot of the river we hunt, we hunt on the bank. And then you got to get to the boat, get in the boat, chase the duck. Yeah, it's pain. And believe it or not, they swim pretty fast. They swim real fast. (laughs) It's almost not worth it. But as we're talking about companies, it's a good time to segue into introducing a gentleman. We'll go and counterclockwise for me. Okay. Uh, My name is Brandon Rexford. I am co-owner and founder of BB Waterfowl. We make decoy conversion stands. Take your current floating decoys. You slap them on our stands. You have a uh, full-body decoy. That way... you, you save your hunters, uh, you save money, you save time, you save space. You can use your, your same decoys you have just sitting seven bags in your garage. You can throw them up in a field, sandbar, riverbank, wherever you want. and just uh, really makes them uh, amphibious, water or slick. land. They look pretty slick. Yeah, I mean, they, and the they work fair. great. I mean, they, I mean, everybody I talk to that has them, I, I personally don't use duck decoys, but everybody I talk to that has them loves them. Oh, yeah. and uh, they, I mean, they're they're practically indestructible. You know, the the metal they, is a cold-drawn steel or hard-drawn steel, and the feet are made out of the same thing Legos are made out of, so you can beat them up, stomp them in the ground, do whatever you want with them. Um, but, you know, we kind of geared towards, and the way, the way we started uh, was we're from Ohio, and about three years ago we were hunting out in uh, – Everything froze up on us. All of our water spots froze up on us. And we had uh, we had seven bags of floating decoy sitting in the garage. We had no full bodies, so we stayed up one night just drinking beer and starting bending wire from the local lows. And we hunted over them. Our buddies saw them. They wanted some, so we made them some. They told their buddies, and then you're like, kind of having hey, have a thing, thing going here. <laughs> and uh, you know, there's a couple other companies out there that are similar, but not to the same quality that we have. And actually, I don't even know if they're still in business because they haven't updated their website since like 2013. Oh, jeez. So we, uh, you know, we started selling them. We went through the whole patent process, and yeah, you know, it's should have just went out and bought, you know, the gym shoe decoys or something. <laughs> but after you throw the patents and everything in there, it would have been a lot cheaper. But we're now to the point that uh, we're we're big enough that you know the company is pretty much self-sufficient. Cool. That's yeah. Cool. Congratulations yeah. on so that. It's Thank crazy you. how that kind of stuff happened. Mojo Continue. happened the same way. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So I read the story on Mojo last year. Guy just happened to uh, happened to stumble upon an idea. He said, "You know, these ducks, they they, they don't see any motion. Our ducks are just standing there." He said, "What if we added something like a spinning wing in it?" And some couple guys came out and they said, "Put that thing away. We ain't hunting with that." He said they hunted over at one they time and out of nowhere commit suicide. You're right. You're yeah, right. They, just, they call Mikazi in and they hit that pole and they're they're done. You don't even have to shoot them. They just hit the mojo pole. Knock themselves out. Saves on ammo. <laughs> now, now they just need to put a little fillet knife on the top so that they breast themselves out. You're right. Fly in, perfect. You know, You're bird, right. bird hitch mixed with a you know hybrid bird hitch. Those with bird the, hitches uh, are the they're, they're, they're the nice. And they'll, they'll they'll come across that knife, fall right in the bucket that cleans them. Yeah, yeah. There's a ziplock right there. You ziplock out of the bucket, a ziplock out. bag. Oh man, you don't even have to go out. You just put your decoys yeah. out and go home. Yeah. Little slide. Come back and check right, the trap. Right to the blind. Yeah. Perfect. We got this figured out, boys. Yeah, oh we, man, it's, it's, got something good. going here. <laughs> Another company starting today. Might might have something to do with the Graham Belcher drinking. Yeah, it's fine. I don't know. This Coke's Coke's killed Oh yeah, yeah, we have. Two, two so consumers of alcohol. While table. we're while we're on the, the topic of mojo, so is anybody like have you used the flock of flickers? 
So oh, I haven't. Yeah, I don't no, like it's them. just a single wing. Yeah, it's just a single yeah, wing, and it, it sits you know perpendicular to the water, and it's, just, it's one of those they're deadly they, on pigeons. They say that they are deadly on pigeons. We use them for pigeons. They say they're absolutely amazing. I've never used. See, them. See now we just, we couldn't. used them. Wood duck season a couple years ago. Because I'm that guy when something new comes out, I'm like, oh, I'm going to buy 20 of them. We'll try I mean, this is the best thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Look at the TV. Yeah. Look at the ads. I'm buying this thing. Right. So we I bought. It on the internet. It's got to be true. We go out wood duck season. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys have seen the uh, the video from Dude Perfect, the over decoy guys. Oh, yeah. That was me. Oh, Dude, God. we go out. <laughs> we put like 50 decoys out. And there's a bunch of flock of flickers in between them. And yeah. I mean, literally, we were asking the same question. Do you think we have enough decoys? <laughs> I mean, it was it was bad. But we obviously that day we were just over decoyed. It wasn't anything other than that. And then we went to um, we started using them in fields, and I had a tough time finishing ducks to them. Hmm. Yeah, that's a, they they they're good in theory because you know if you do have that drain footage of a whole bunch of ducks, then you do have that motion and everything like that. But they do look great from a distance. I mean, it, it does right. look like from a over bunch top of ducks. they do. Yeah, they right. do. They really but, do. But you know, my thing is, I mean, I, I don't know what the exact price is, but it's just one of those like you're going to spend thirty dollars for this you know single wing. Why don't you just throw a couple lucky ducks in there? Or, yeah, you know, the Mojo King sure. Elites or whatever. Yeah, it's I like anything. There's no there's no magic wand. There's no there's no one thing right. that it does it. There's going to be some days that are great, and I mean, I I swear to God. 90% of our hunts, I'm turning the wings off because mm -hmm. whatever, the birds aren't decoying. So everybody's like, right. oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think they like the spinning wings. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. we'll turn them and off. And then, then you're going to turn Christ. them off, and they're still going to spin, spin, and they're, yeah. and spend, and they still, they're yeah. gone. Still and won't decoy. That was another problem we had with them. You know, geese, by us anyways, in Ohio, they get 200 yards within that spinning decoy, and it's still going. They're gone. And that's that's the, yes, please, more beer. Yes, um. please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. In those yes, Laka flickers, I mean, my, my, I use Lucky Duck. I went to Lucky Duck over Mojo. In my opinion, a much better product, much better built. Um, but those Flocka flickers are on a timer. You know, you click a button yeah. on the bottom and they yep. have a random timer. Yeah. Well, you got geese locked up 30 yards above your decoys, and those things start going off. Yeah. They yeah. flare bigger well, than shit. Well, most like the Mojo, they, you can get the – either They're they have them or you can get the kit form, yeah, you know, with Lucky and Mojo or whatever brand they are. I mean, that's the way to do it. Right. It's yeah, the well, only way to do it. You can keep hopping up out of your blind and shutting them stupid Yeah, and we off. used to put it right above our blind. You'd reach up, get your yep. hand smacked by the wings, yeah, and I always had the bigger ones with the metal wings. Yeah. Hurts after a couple times. I mean, look at my finger. <laughs> <laughs> so his finger's all wrapped up. Wait, we were going around this. So introduce yourself. I'm Corey Jeffers. I'm with Jim Chu Decoys. My official title is uh, Pro Staff. So we manager. have. So we have BB Waterfalls. That the parent head company. Nope. No. Of? So we so are two, two separate, separate companies. companies. Yes. BB Waterfall, which which does the bases that turns your water decoy into field decoy, and we have Jim Chu Decoys. Yes. Okay. And so we uh, initially, you know, we had met at Indiana, um, at the Indiana Deer, Turkey, and Waterfowl Expo, and we just hit it off like boom, like we're going to be best friends. This is this is something that we can, you know, it can work together for us. So we affiliate with them, we throw them promo codes. If people, you know, go to their website, they can use our promo code, and then kind of same thing. Otherwise, so and it, it's it's worked out well. But it is, it is. And the crazy thing about it is, is Jim Chu Decoys is based out of Monee, Illinois, which is just south of Chicago. And uh, I'm out of Ohio. We meet these guys in Indianapolis, and they're out of Ohio. So it was, it was kind of cool. Oh, so Corey, you're, Corey just, and I you're pimping out Jim Chu Decoys yeah. at the game fair. That's so what I'm doing. Not, okay, all right. Yeah. That's what yeah. I'm doing. Right on. And yeah, you so know, Corey and I, you know, we'd never met before or anything like that, but we live, what, an hour and a half? Yeah, 45 yeah. minutes. I'm 45 that minutes from bad. Zanesville. So, so we're actually uh, planning on hunting this early season together. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, that's so not bad at all. We, we hunt with the, I mean, 
Shit, I'll drive an hour and a half, two hours sometimes mm -hmm. to just well, to hunt drive for a day and just come back. How late does the season go down there? It's February 7th this year. Oh, perfect. All, late all the season. way through January, I'm in. Late yeah. season, we've got the birds. You come, <laughs> down, for, you come down for a week in January. Because ours, ours ends in uh, like late December, and then we're done. Oh, yeah. No, we, yeah. we stay until February Well, we're down near Canada here in Minnesota. Oh, you're right, yeah. You know, they yeah. call it Little Canada. Yeah. Well, there is a town actually yeah. in this state called Little Canada. You guys oh. even kind of got the accent. <laughs> not, not done. I'm you, not, you I'm do. not kidding. You do. You you guys walk oh, I, yeah. We got the the long hey, old boat. Welcome to Minnesota. Old. Old. You betcha. Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. I got betcha. off a plane my first time here when I went to the Wisconsin show, and I'm walking off the plane, and he's like. Oh, welcome to Minnesota, eh? And I'm yeah, like, is that a question? A <laughs> 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 well, friend of mine's dad, they will be over from like El Paso, and the way we say bag, most people say beg, bag. like you're begging for, you know, he's yeah. like, and so he's at the grocery store, gets all the stuff, and they're like, you want to beg for that? And he's like, uh, I'll pay for it like everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know what you were saying there, to yeah. be honest. Bag. Yeah. Bag. Once you used it, once you said bag. that in a sentence, yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like a bag? So That's so much more work to say bag. Bag? Because I can say beg really fast, but bag. Yeah, I guess I don't I, beg for much in work. No. No, I'm not a beggar. <laughs> not a beggar. beggar. No, I used to work at Kroger and I was a bagger. But I'm <laughs> not a beggar. Yeah, not a beggar. I'm a bagger. <laughs> Absolutely. So the guy doesn't want to talk, you're still gonna have to introduce yourself. Oh, my name is Craig Altoff. I'm from Jim Shoe Decoys. I live in Illinois. I'm good friends with the guys that started Poor the company. Fella. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm from Illinois. Well, so you're gonna ha you're gonna have to be the mouthpiece for Jim Shoe's decoys. You're gonna have the backstory for it. Yeah, yeah. Give yeah, us I don't know if I'm authorized on all that. Wow. Oh, make some shit up. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> don't matter. No, well, we just got. Uh, as long as there's strippers involved, right? We get to keep yes. the audience entertained. So our decoys are all EVA, plastic, collapsible, super lightweight. You can deploy them super fast. We just got sick of paying huge money for full bodies and having to buy trailers, and you can't hunt when the field's muddy because the farmer doesn't watch you out there. And these you can throw five, six dozen in a big grain bag and walk out with them on your back, and you're hunting. You're hunting. They are fast. pretty light. I was playing well, them are. at the game fair. There, you had that big grain bag full of them, and I could one arm them things pretty easy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I right. mean, I'm pretty swole, but sure, oh, I mean, it's huge. clearly I mean, you work out every massive. day. Us yeah. construction workers, we're yeah. swole. Well, yeah, that's mm. iron worker man. He's just he's throwing rebar around yeah, all day. Yeah, throwing that. Yeah, shit. I mean, it's not light, bro. He's a little more swole than I am. I'm just a carpenter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well. See, well, I'm a nurse. I was going to try to defend I'm you, but you said carpenter, yeah. so I can't on. really. Well, at least you're not a laborer. You're I mean, right. Was, you're I mean, right. I something. hire laborers. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. No laborers here. I don't unload material. Broom, broom motors. <laughs> See, I can't, I can't say anything. One of my first jobs was I worked at uh, I worked at a construction yard, and I was the guy that ran the, uh, the, the ladder for your shingles. Oh, okay. So I was the guy that handled every bundle of shingles and threw it on the ladder. That's why he's so swole. That's just yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's mostly steroids, but <laughs> <laughs> he's got easy access to him. He's a nurse, right? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. 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 Just, his ass is like a pincushion. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. So, but with with Jim Shoe decoys, they are they're they're extremely light. And the way I got introduced to the company, I had saw a video about them, and I was like every other about it. probably most of your listeners, you know, they are using. Bigfoots and Navians and, and Greenhead gear. I mean, that's what everyone's using. Mm -hmm. And I was sick of, for instance, I had the first generation Bigfoots, a body, a leg, and a foot. It takes forever to put them together. Yeah. You can't. So a lot of my buddies were screwing theirs together. Right. Yeah, that's what people were doing. They are yeah. modding yeah. them to make them one piece. But then yeah. it's a space thing. Right. 
So we had a trailer. We had a 16-foot trailer stacked with decoys from the floor to the top. Couldn't even get your layout blinds in there. What if you want to take your quad? Whole different trailer, whole other truck. And I was just sick of it, you know. We're hardcore. I mean, we hunt every single day of the season. I, I work all summer, take the whole winter off, and we'll find birds to hunt. If we don't have any birds to hunt, we'll just go sit on the river and pray to God something flies by. <laughs> and... Um, like your so style. I, yeah. It was it was probably two, three years ago I saw the first video of these gym shoes. And at the time, they had only their motion decoy. And the motion decoy that we have, it's phenomenal. It's not for me. It's a foam decoy. It has a lot too much movement, in my opinion. But I saw them, and I was like, man, check that out. The guy in the video, Jason, takes it off the stake, rolls it up like a tube sock, and he puts 30 of them in a grocery bag. And I'm like, Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, maybe wait. I do like these motion decoys. So <laughs> I saw that video. Time went, you know, I remembered the video. And then fast forward two years down the road, here's another video about them. Well, now they have these EVA decoys on a solid stake. Stake's removable. And I see a video of this guy carrying out 60, 60 decoys in one bag, no problem. And he's not a very big guy. He's like five foot two. I don't know how tall he is. Just a little guy. Electrician, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a roofer. He, he owns a roofing company. Throws, oh, the owner doesn't do shit. No, yeah. he just sells the jobs, talks to the insurance companies. Throws the bag up over his shoulder, and he just starts walking. And I'm like, man, there's something to this. Well, I'm also, hate to admit it, but I'm a millennial. So what do I say? I call him up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'd like to be on your pro staff and get some decoys for free. <laughs> that was That's a, how that oh, works. I'll tell you, though, this was our first conversation. I said, what kind of deal can you cut me? He said, if you ain't interested in buying 10 dozen, don't call back. Click. Oh, boy. Well, is so, the right answer. I text him, and I said, listen, bud, I really want it. I re- I'll buy 10 dozen. Don't care. Money doesn't matter to me on this because this is going to save me so much time. I said, I'll buy 10 dozen. So I buy the 10 dozen. He's like, well, this is my brother Jason's number. Give him a call. And uh, back and forth between Jimmy and Jason. Back and forth, back and forth. Nobody would answer the phone. I'm like, well, you know what? I bought 10 dozen. I want... I want another 10 dozen, so we're going to have to work something out. Somebody's going to answer the phone here because these things are amazing. We hunted with them probably five or six times, showed all my buddies. They fell in love with them. And I, at that point, I'm like, I'm going to do whatever i got to do to get involved with this because this is going to this, this be huge. So they ended up answering the phone, and I talked with him, and, and I told him, you know, this is what I want to do. At the time, I was part of another group, and, um, and then I was also part of a group back home, Adrenaline Pursuit Outdoors. And uh, – I'm kind of, there's two of us, but we have a lot of followers. So I'm like, listen, you know, I'll share it on. Well, keep talking. I'm going to look it up. Okay. So be a similar page that I'm already following, but that'd be pretty awesome if I'm already following that page. That would be. Continue. So I, I show <laughs> these things to Colton, which is the owner of Adrenaline Pursuit, and I'm like, bud, we got to get these out there for these guys. we got to be on these guys' pro staff, whatever it takes. I mean, I'm going to own a warehouse full of these things one day. So Jim and I start talking, and, and they, he's like, you know what, yeah, we don't really have a pro staff, but why don't you come to Illinois and meet with us? We're going to do this show. And Which one? Neither one has the like mark on, so I don't, I'm don't. i already. Oh, following. man. Oh, but I am right, right now. There Swift you go. The nuts. Just like there that. There you go. Yeah, well, I bet you're not following Full Scale Outdoors on Facebook. I'm following either, the so. podcast. Yeah. Subs- you did subscribe right away. Yeah. But I'm following you. I did it the same time he did on yeah, Instagram. Right. I don't even use Instagram. Right. <laughs> so That's they, all I ask. Even people that don't want to listen to this podcast, all you have to do is subscribe to it. Yeah. Have it set to automatically download. One swipe of the finger, that thing is gone. You don't even have to fucking listen to it, but I still get credit for the download. Yeah, so that's right. all you got to do. No, that's, all that's my it. friends listen to it, you slacker-ass people. I'm, like, I'm almost tapped out on Facebook for the, the friends limit, whatever it is. 5,000. 
let's just say my subscribers aren't that. So I got a lot of slacker followers on well, Facebook. It, yeah. Subscribe. Well, this is you don't be even have to listen to this it. This is going to be on my page. It. I got 4,200 yeah, we'll, we'll, on mine. We'll throw it out right now on our uh, – are you on the Instagram? No, this has been pretty good. This is one of those where we easily could have been recording the whole time. Oh, yeah. Right? We missed, <laughs> missed out on some already good quality content, but we'll get we'll get to it. We'll get back so to it. So I meet these guys face-to-face at a, at a fishing show in Tenley Park, Illinois. I show up, it's all fishing. There's a guy with a pet deer there, and that's it. And I'm like. Because that has to do with fishing. Man, what is going on here? <laughs> like, what is going on? So we got to know each other. Great guys. I mean, they're in this for the right reason. There's not one of us that want to do this and get be a millionaire. Right. I mean, would we like to? Maybe one day we'll have our own TV show. But that's not what we're doing this for. We're doing this for the sole purpose of new hunters and people who can't afford the, the more quality decoys, you right. know. And, and, and I'm not saying, like, Dave Smith, hand down, best-looking decoy on the market. You're well, not going to sure, find him. You're going to hand-carved decoy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the problem is, is nine, eight, nine hundred dollars a dozen. Yeah. I mean, people just can't afford that. Yeah, your regular everyday schmo can't. That's, that's and, and how are we going to breed a younger generation of waterfowl hunters if they can't afford to do it? Yeah, it shouldn't be a monetary barrier. You're right. You know, you, it can be whatever you want it to be. And, and just like you said, the DSDs, yeah, they're awesome. Avians, great. I love them. I hunt with avians. I love avians. I'm not brand specific. I'm not brand loyal. But, yeah, they look great. Right. But even avians, they come with a pretty big price. This with $300 for six of them. For six. Yeah. $600 a dozen. They're almost as expensive as DSDs. Yeah. it's And, and nothing against avian. You know, Fred Zinks from Ohio as well, up north in Ohio. Yep. I've met Fred. Uh, great guy. Great company. Um, we just needed to offer. I feel like this is what was missing in the industry. I do think that decoys, for the most part, are more for the hunters than they are for the oh, geese. Yeah, yeah. You know, we talk to the old timers. You paint a black and white jug for. I know divers yeah. aren't the same as honkers, but right. You know, a black and white milk jug. Or you, you, all cut, you need you, for oh, divers. I've you hunted know. in fields over so. tires cut in half yeah, and black so tires milk cut jugs. in half. Yeah, yeah that, I, I mean, mean that, it, it works. You're right. It is more for the hunters. Yeah, than and it is I'm not gonna lie. I like a good looking decoy because as you're sitting there. You know, that confidence to just, like, all right, our, our spread looks live. Now you're not worrying about that. You you're know, right. You're paying it's attention. It's one less thing you're worried about. You're calling or, or whatever. You're now you're just worried about the guy down in the end. Exactly. exactly. Blows that call like it's his job. Yeah. But, so, with that said, obviously, if, if money was no object, you know, I'd have a hundred dozen DSDs probably. You're right. You know, like, why not? Well, and I was joking with people at the show about that today, you know. They say, oh, you know, I got five dozen dsds and i'm like my goodness did you have to refinance your house yeah but well, look what's but look what's coming down the line too now you got like silhouettes are getting real big again yeah it's like that's nothing new silhouettes have been decoy. out since the 60s for forever yeah but they're getting real big because it's a good way to add numbers to your spread to add to your spread like right. this isn't your spread you got your other decoys that you got and in where you thing. want where you're finishing these birds mm-hmm. but you're making you're making your spread bigger. It's not taking up space in your trailer. Things and all can go in a bag. A, a bag. 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 Big. Going in a bag. Big. Not a bag, but going into a bag. That's going yours. In the I bag. I'm drinking my popcorn. So I think that's where there is definitely a spot in the market for something like gym shoes. Well, gym and that's the thing, you know. And they don't look bad. I mean, they really oh, don't. They look. They, if I mean, you they set, look like if a you goose. Set them, you set them beside avians. You sit them beside avians, and you step back 20 steps. You tell me which one's the avian, which one's the gym shoe. I mean, they look like a goose. They're, they they've look, got they a do. great like carve. 
Oh, uh, the, the the design on them is flawless. The person who designed the decoys, it is it's flawless. I mean, the, the feathers have the right rays to them. We do a 3D paint scheme, so as you move the decoy, when you're looking at it from the back of the decoy, it looks a lot different than when you're looking at the front uh, of the decoy. I, I'm going to pick some up when we leave the game fair. I'm going to buy some just to try them out so I can give an honest review on them. But what I did like about them was, and I didn't notice this at first, it was like the second time I stopped in, the way they, they attach to the have that little like bulb on the stand uh -huh. yeah. so it like clicks into that that hole on top mm -hmm. so you if you got to move your spread that's not falling out of there no, no absolutely just, not. just grab it we so grab and go we leave stakes in all the time yeah, yeah. that's we don't awesome yeah like so that's if huge, you that's huge for me because i just i hate when it comes time where you got to make that on the hunt move, spread yeah. Armful of stakes, armful of decoys, whether right. they have tail straps or not. It's like it's just a pain in the dick. Three so guys can move four dozen decoys in one trip in under five minutes. Yeah, if you, if cool. you're moving, I mean, if you're moving 20 yards, I mean, obviously, if right. you're picking up moving the whole field, it's going to take you longer. But you, three guys can put 12 to 18 decoys in one hand by the stakes. Right. And then you get over there and you're pulling them out and you're putting them right back down. I yeah. mean, moving decoys with our decoys. Yeah, I'll venture to say there's not another decoy on the market as easy, except for our direct competition that makes a similar decoy. We won't. We shall remember names. They they shall shall remember. Even though I own some of them. I and, can't believe and it. And I like them. Can't okay, we're done here. <laughs> we're yeah. done. Uh, I hope you're not posting No, them. they are, uh, you know, they're, so especially with the EVA, the, the EVA decoys and everything like that, uh, they're a game changer. There's so many people where they're just, they want to, you know, they want lightweight. Like you said, you can do five dozen out into a, a farmer's field. He says, hey, don't drive out there. But it, you need to be yeah, on the you X. Can. You need to be on the X. Yeah. And, you know, after looking at now, mind you, I'm, I'm with BB Waterfowl. I'm not with, the, you know, the gym shoe guys. But, uh, you know, after looking at them all, like, the gym shoe is a superior product. It's a thicker EVA plastic, but it's just as light. It doesn't get brittle, you know, when you're out in you know, negative 37-degree temperature or anything like that. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> yeah. Did it even get that hey, cold in Ohio? It did. It and, did. And I got told it did night. not, but it did. We I had a, that day. We actually figured out the wind chill that night, you know, because he said, oh, it didn't get, you know, it got to, you know, negative 30. And I said, oh, no, it didn't get to negative 30. I live in Ohio. Like, we, it doesn't get that cold. And he was, we pulled it up. And we looked at the, uh, That know. wasn't the real feel. That was, like, the actual temperature. No, no, that's what it felt like. Oh, okay. That, All right. That's, that's but you got to understand, in Ohio, here in Minnesota, we're wide open fields. Depending on where you live in this fucking state, mm -hmm. it might actually be 37 below. <laughs> yeah. That no. ain't the real feel. That's just, like. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, no, the real wheel is negative 100. Just don't exactly go outside or you'll much, die. Yeah. Yeah. And that's with yeah. a two-mile-an-hour wind. I mean, you could jump up to five. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the, no, the, like the, you know, the gym shoes, and this is the thing that turned BB Waterfowl onto them, is they are, they're so lightweight, but they're durable. They have flocked heads, flocked tails. They, you can beat these things up, and they're going to take a beating. So, you know, if you're looking at volume, and you know, that's the thing with, uh, with any decoy you know, company and everything like that, you're not going to buy just one. You know, one single decoy and go set it out. So, you know, you're going to add volume. Mm -hmm. And they they work great in there. One of the best, uh, well, I, I think that they are the best option for you know, any type of field hunters or anything like that. But that's, you know, They're that's my slick. personal I mean, opinion. If you got water decoys, I mean, I was talking to you guys. Like, I had a, a brainstorm where I was like, I got this idea for this decoy. It's going to be, you know, it'll be work for Water and land will just right. have the sliding thing up the chest, and it's going to be perfect. Then oh, I start, well, I'm not I start even, I'm putting not pen talking. to paper, and then yeah, I'm not even talking about my company. <laughs> but well, I was a big, a big fan of the Avery GHGs, and you know, you fit six yeah. goose yep. decoys in a single bag. 
So you have a field where you have, you know, you're, you're doing a quarter mile walk into your field yeah. or anything like that. Then I'm carrying six it's to 12 decoys a at a time. <laughs> that means five trips back to the trailer plus, you know, layout blind and shotgun and everything else. Yep. I mean, they are quick. And now I, I told this to one of our customers earlier today. I said, I'm one of those hunters that if I know the birds are going to be in there at 9 a.m. and it's shooting late is at 7, I'm going to be there at like 7 a.m. Like I, No sense in getting there at 4 o'clock in the morning. Right, well, not right. Me. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> that's, that's I'll take a nap, play the. Nap that's yeah. me too. That's me. I don't. I don't. I don't like doing that because what if today is the day they change their yeah. their schedule and, and I'm not there. Yeah, and that's the good thing I with the, the like gym shoes is wondering. I can take you know like they said I can take five dozen. I don't take a whole five dozen not in Ohio because you know unless it's early season you know goose with resident goose season, then we're not we're not going to kill five dozen. So you know I take three dozen out, <clears throat> lay out blinds, one trip with shotgun and. I'm there. So if I pull into the field at 6.45, shooting time 7, I'm set up, I'm ready, we're there. Right. Well, and it's, it's crazy that there's that much of a difference in an hour, hour and a half part because where I'm at, we set out 8 dozen, 10 dozen, because we do shoot those numbers. I mean, there's been hunts we shoot 40 geese. You know, it's it's it's, it's weird. Yeah, you guys aren't that far apart. No. 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 Well, crazy. the thing is, is he is – Literally, if you draw a line straight down Ohio, the he's got one river. I've got four. You know, that helps more water. Yeah. 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 So in, in sure in his rivers, I don't, I don't think the Muskingum runs north and south. It does. It does. Yeah, it runs. So, you know, all the way from uh, what, what it starts in Coshocton uh, County. Three rivers come in together to one, and then runs all the way to Marietta, hits the Ohio, and then cuts over. Yeah. See, and the Scioto comes straight down through Central Columbus, where all those birds are protected. And there's a bunch of quarries right there. Those are the welfare birds. Uh, the welfare birds? These are the welfare <laughs> birds. These are the birds that are walking around with their bling on. Not contributing. <laughs> no, sir. Not, not contributing the Columbus any, birds. I need some corn real bad, man. <laughs> yeah. I think he's talking about it. Got any more of that corn? He's talking about the Chicago birds. <laughs> no, I'm saying these are, these are you know, your. Chicago your, birds, <laughs> Chicago people, they're on the same uh, level. Yeah. These are your, your welfare birds. Uh, they walk around, they got all that, you know, shiny bling on their legs and everything like that. They do not contribute they into anything. They are not wearing mega hats. Yeah, and they do not contribute Why to do you think any I take type of. Uh, <laughs> any type of your duck hunting. geese around me. And they're just standing around the parks looking for that free bread. Yeah, like that's they, it. They are they are a welfare bird. Yeah, so Parkies. but we get a lot of those that are coming south out of the big cities, Cleveland, Columbus. They come straight south following river lines, whereas they're not going to go east. There's nothing east for them. No, no. We, so and they, they they get to Columbus, they stack up on those quarry ponds, and when they catch the river and go further south down by Hillsboro, which is another town we do a lot of hunting in, I mean, I've got a pond right in the middle of five quarries there. So nice. that's why we do so well on geese because it's all all quarry hunting. We're hunting all quarries, and I actually have a buddy who just bought property along with Sayota who's digging a four acre pond as we speak. Very nice. So we're not. Do you find do you find that um, when you're water hunting, is it is it consistent? Because one of the big things here that people that goose hunters bitch about is that busting the roost. So you can have a you can have a you know a rock quarry sand quarry you know pit that's holding birds, and you go shoot those geese. They're gone. Well, they see, take out. They're they're gone. I'm big on you. Don't shoot them on that quarry. Okay. We so don't you're running traffic on the yeah, roost pond. Yeah. So we okay. We have set up spots where these quarries are. The quarries in Columbus, we just hunt them right next to the river in a field. Except for now, right in the middle of that, my buddy Cole's building a giant pond at his house, right in the middle of all those quarries, right next to the river. So that's going to be a traffic so that's area just there. That's a good traffic spot. And then he'll plant 
wheat or corn or something Whatever around, around it. it. Yeah. And then we're going to leave one in, probably leave one in shallow. So, I mean, we, yeah, we I'm build gonna need, I'm going to need that pin. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I'll <laughs> drop it. If you're coming from Minnesota, <laughs> yeah. I'll send you the address. We'll, we'll He's a great guy. I'm Pulling. coming in January for sure. We're yeah, doing this. No, you're more than welcome in. to. We actually talked to. Uh, while you're there, we might as well shoot some big Ohio the, the deer, call maker too. today? Bernie Caleb. Yeah. Have Bo Will Travel. Barney. Well, had Bo Will Travel. We'll see. Barney Caleb today, three-time champion duck caller. He's going to come hunt with us Sweet. this year. Excellent. So, Sounds yeah. like another good podcast. We'll have to do a podcast. Yeah. But we did the – we set these spots up. I mean, we, we just – I spend a lot of time scouting. I mean, I put 100,000 miles on a truck to. in two years. Have to. So we, we, we find these areas, and then whether one of us buy land in the middle of it or we lease land or we talk to a farmer, we widen a stream, we flood a field, we know where these birds are going. We try to cut them off in the middle, and we give them a reason to stop. You can widen a stream? Yeah. I mean, my buddy's got a track hoe. Dig it out. You could not do that in this state. Now, the, there's the a DNR difference. The would lose their mind. There's a difference uh, – there's some some like there's one guy in London who dammed one up to make a to make a uh, a marsh. He's an elite in London. He's he owns London, but he I guess he got into a scuffle with that. So if you're just digging out the banks a little bit, as long as you've got erosion control, your soil can hold it. There's there's some checkpoints that you have Man, to pass. I'm telling you right now, there's zero <laughs> chance that's happening in this state. Zero. The best really? thing you can do, you can dig a pond. Now ponds are tricky in this in this state too. Because, like, if you want to dig a pond just for waterfall, that's not going to fly. Ain't nobody giving you that permit. If you have livestock, you can dig that pond without a permit. What if you put fish it's in a, it? it's a stock pond. Uh, I think you still need a – nobody digs ponds for fish in the state. Uh, we have, yeah. You so don't need you to. Don't need <laughs> to. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. The land of lakes <laughs> here. 10,000 10, lakes From here. right here where we're recording this at the boondocks, we can walk. It's, like, less than a mile of the Mississippi River if we want right. to go fishing. Yeah. You well, see, in Ohio, we just <laughs> dig them. Yeah. Like, no, I know a lot of states – a lot of states do that. Them. The the workaround for this state is if you have livestock, you can dig. A, you can stock bring it back home and dig a stock pond. Mm-hmm. And geese love stock ponds. They do. <laughs> so do ducks. Right. I would buy so a cow, one cow. Exactly. I'd fence exactly. him in where I, I want to dig the get pond. some goats. So, I mean, anything. I mean, technically, I got livestock at my house. I got seven yeah. acres. I got chickens, you ducks, and geese. Geese, geese and ducks. Love, love ponds. They got to have yeah. right? I'll tell you what, we'll so I can get away with it. I can totally get away with it. Yeah. That pet coyote. I mean, does that kind of pet coyote is going to. This is going to die of lead poisoning here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Intracranial acute <laughs> lead poisoning. Well, and, and so, and that, that's why we shoot so many geese. You know, I, I really pride myself on how hard we work because a lot of people think duck hunting's easy. And Who the fuck thinks that? I'll tell you, there's a lot people of people. that haven't fucking done it. Yeah, there's yeah. A, well, there's a lot of people back home that have a buddy who does it. They show up, hunt, go home, you know? So, yeah. I mean. Oh, and that's, you know, Ohio. Like, you know, we had this talk earlier today. You know, Ohio kind of falls in between the two flyways. So you're not in the Atlantic. You're not in the Mississippi. Right. So, Ohio is deer and turkey and dove. And we, I mean, we have great numbers. And we have huge deer that come out of great. Ohio. Now everybody's going to be hunting in Ohio. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. No, but <laughs> there don't is go to Ohio. no go to big Illinois. deer in Illinois. It's money to the state. <laughs> it is. But it's not enough money. At, I'm not even going to mention the price because <laughs> I don't want people to come there. It's but not enough money when i got to go to stick to Illinois and pay $650. What's the, what's the non-resident archery license for Ohio? Oh, not I, enough. I'd say it's $250. Quite. Quite. Is it oh, $250? I thought bad. it was 115 That's, but I think Minnesota is pretty similar. Yeah. yeah, Illinois. It's not like Iowa. Iowa's ridiculous. Hey, hundred. Iowa's basically like, don't come here. Yeah, yeah. Illinois, six fifty. I've got a buck on the wall Jesus from Illinois. Christ. Kentucky, 
350. I got a buck on the wall from Kentucky. But, but everybody keeps really paying us in Illinois for it, and no one complains. So See, now back in the, the day, state. Craig and I had this discussion. Well, it nobody used complains to be, about an Iowa either because right. it's a big buck. Right. Well, and the, the crazy thing is, not that I like mentioning this, and all my buddies on Facebook back home are going to kill me for this, but <laughs> you're right. Iowa has traditionally been big bucks, but Ohio had 20-plus 200-inch deer killed last year. But if you look at the map, if you look at the, the Boone and Crockett map, that's not all of Iowa. No. It's like the northeast corner of Iowa, yeah. which is also the southeast corner of Minnesota, and then the southwest corner of Wisconsin. That that kind yeah. of tri-county that area, yeah, like that's, where the, that's right where the giant ones go. So sneak tip for those that are coming to that area, fuck Iowa and just hunt Minnesota because it's so a much hell cheaper. of a lot cheaper. You're right. And if you look at the county-by-county county numbers, pretty similar to Iowa. Oh, every so, yeah. so if well, you want to go dollar per inch, you know, if you want to yeah, go that yeah. route, and I'm not – you know, we're not talking porn here. We're just like, this is bucks. Well, they don't That's call me Ron Jeremy for nothing, but <laughs> hey, I got the, I got the mustache. I already yeah, that. yeah, we already we already went down the, the facial hair conversation earlier. Yeah. Well, I, uh, well, and that's the thing. You know, all these all these places like Alabama. I've got family that lives in Alabama. My buddy's got family that lives in Alabama. You get down there and shoot a hundred deer. I mean, you shoot a doe a day. Yeah, but they're the size of German shepherds. You're right. Right. So, so you come to Ohio, you're shooting 180, 200-pound deer. In Ohio, there's actually a booner behind every tree. That's not everyone. Oh, that's every, every single it, one. Everyone should that's, leave that's Illinois and go straight <laughs> to Ohio. It doesn't matter because if you come to Ohio, everybody's already claimed all the deer. Uh, yeah. If you shoot one, you shot somebody else's deer. Yeah. So oh, they do yeah. that thing? Uh, I've been raising that deer for five years. You're right. Yes. I got him on trail camera you're, right here. You're absolutely yes. right. Big controversy oh, with the last mine. That, big, that's my deer. Big controversy with the last buck I shot. A guy we both had permission on a farm. He sends me a text message about how he's not going to hunt the farm no more. I shoot the deer that he was after the year before. Oh, buddy. Did he name it? Huh? Did it have a name? Uh, Yeah, I named it Steven because that's the guy's name. Oh, damn. It's it's, it's basket rack. It's just a little baby, little tiny 170. (laughs) The crazy thing about it was is is, uh, the way deer hunting has gone, it should never go. I had death threats. People calling me. For real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean his his friends, his yeah. family calling me about how they were gonna find me and like, they know bring where, it on, big they boy. know where I live. Well, yeah. Yeah, my okay. Kimber hasn't yeah. shot anybody yet, and it really would like to. <laughs> <Yeah>. come, <laughs> come try me. Come knock on this door, uh, buddy. That castle God. doctrine covers. Like, do you me. think, uh, like, uh, that mentality just amazes me. Like, that person yeah. took the time, pick up their fucking phone, call you, to threaten your life. Uh, and it was. I mean, and, it was and do bad. they do you think they believe themselves? Do do they no. think in the heat of moment, like I'm actually going to go kill a human being that's over tough, a deer? Over a deer. Tough guy talk. That's exactly what it, it was. And that's is. that's keyboard warriors. But you have to yeah. hear yourself, right? Like you have to know you're full of shit so when he you're goes, saying it. He goes to Facebook with this, dude. It, it's on every. Oh, it was shared a hundred thousand times. And I'm like, oh, there goes my reputation. Do I care? Absolutely not. <laughs> At the end of the day, hey, my kids are fed. My no bills are paid. No such thing as good negative and Steve press. Steve is hanging on my wall. So why do I care? <laughs> So equally in part of people calling me to kill, threaten to kill me, he's getting backlash as well. I think like if you ever – see, a good band name just requires a word and some numbers. So you, if you ever want to start a band, Steve, like Steve 170 is a great Boom. fucking name. Yeah, Got it. Yeah. Fucking great that's name. A great, that, that's yeah. going to be the name of our group when we go hunting. There you go, Steve yeah, 170. Steve 170. Fucking love it. Let's go. Get the Let's T-shirts get printing it. right now. And call I'm, them up. Only because there's people that's going to call me out on it. It was – 
169 and 7 eighths. And 169. Oh, boy, you're oh. going you're gonna to fire so up. So leave the 7 eighths out. Just go 169. Should have left him till next year. I sh- I, dude, I'd hate him. Five and a half years old. Can you imagine yeah. what he'd be at? Six no. and a half? Oh, yeah, no. And so the day before, he was in velvet, and he shed the night before I shot him. Oh, damn. I should have waited till the next year to shoot him in velvet. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. I should have just taken a picture so everybody yeah, saw Yeah, I mean, because that's your deer now. Y- you're yeah, right. Yeah. You're right. I and mean, you named it. He, I didn't name Corey. it until after, oh, yeah. oh, after you shot His it. name was the Kentucky Buck. When I shot him, it was still the Kentucky Buck. I dropped my Kentucky Buck off at the gas or at the uh, at the taxidermist. I told my taxidermist, watch this. And he said, watch what? I said, well, this is going to be hell in a handbasket. If I would have gone down there and shot a doe, if I'd have gone down there and shot a 120-inch deer, wouldn't have mattered. Nothing. This guy goes down the year before, shoots a buck in velvet, walks up to it, realizes it's too small, leaves <laughs> it there, doesn't tell me about it Excuse until we're, we're at home. We're, we have now driven three hours back home. By the time I get back down there, the buck's going to be rotten, you know? Yeah, but that's a, that's a phone call to the CEO right there. Right, and I did. That's, that's, I told that's him. some shit. And uh, so, but this is a guy talking about my ethics. After this dude shot a buck in velvet and left it lay on a hill because it was too small and he did he was scared at what his friends would say. Oh my God! Well then, don't shoot in the first fucking place. Yeah. So it it it, the whole thing turned out to be a giant issue, you know. And it it should have never gone that far. It's a deer that lives in nature. If anybody owned it, the landowner. Nobody owns it. Yeah. If anybody, it'd be the landowner. But he don't even own it. And he signed a permission slip for me to shoot it. So at that point, that deer is not that deer does not have to stay within that property. Quite honestly. Is owned by the American. That deer yeah, is quite honestly. That, that is American deer. That is for it's everybody. A, that deer it's a President Trump deer. That is <laughs> MAGA. <laughs> I hate to MAGA say deer. it, but it's also like a Bernie Sanders deer. He no, pays taxes. Stop it. He owns it. Does he? Deer. Because oh. he's in trouble for tax evasion. Well, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. That's it neither is. here nor there. Because I'm sure Trump has never and gotten out of paying a definitely tax. Definitely not Hillary it. Clinton's deer. It would have committed suicide yeah, a long right. time it ago. Been a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it had maybe some information. <laughs> yeah. Steve, what did Steve know about Hillary Clinton? <laughs> Don't worry about it. I'm going to walk under. I'm going to walk under this guy's stain because I'm. It's coming. I love. Those the memes out there right now. It's like I don't know anything about the Clintons. I just want to get that out there in case anybody's listening. <laughs> or the one that said, the one that said, if you've ever been affiliated with the Clintons, you have 843 yeah. percent chance of committing suicide this year. Like hilarious. Like I don't even care if it's true or not. The jo- the memes and the jokes are are a werewolf. Oh, and well worth. Werewolf. Shit talk. Werewolf. I'm wearing, talking I don't know. Werewolf. i those two. Yeah, I'm yeah, out. I ain't coming to Minnesota, huh? I want to yeah. live out of this. <laughs> I want to live out of this. Oh, we got Sasquatch. Well, no, it's, we got Sasquatch up here. Unfortunately, here's, that's the oh, way you all talk about is Sasquatch. Going. So here's my Uh-oh, thing. Here we you, go. Down you a rabbit hole. Yeah. I did, didn't I? You know, you have the uh, the, the, the fun. Fi- smacking a tree with a stick. No, you have you know you have this Finding Squatch, and you have all these shows and everything like that, and you have you know Sam Squatch. Yeah, Sam Squanch. Sam Squanch. <laughs> and they they make such a <laughs> big Sam Squanch, Ricky. On you know, on it, I would say what 30, 40 of trees is a, a a camera. You know, thirty. Oh yeah. And how how well, have hold we on, not, wait a minute. How, how do, do you come up with thirty four percent? Thirty. It's 30 a great number. 40. Just go with yeah. it. Thirty four. How, how, how have we not had a trail camera picture of a Sasquatch? Yeah, no. zero because they're magical, dude. Oh, they, they're they interdimensional. Avoid. They know. Oh, well, they, that's gotcha. why they take yeah. their dead. They, when that's why yeah. we can't find dead ones. That's why there's no fossil records. They yeah. take them back. No, these, they take them back to their dimension. Every so time. we had we had you know the the finding squash or finding Bigfoot or whatever it was that was on the Discovery Channel. Thirty-four percent. And they they <laughs> came right in. <laughs> I can't get over that. Thirty. Yeah, I'm just saying. But anyway, they came all the way over to uh, to literally. It's probably higher on some public plants if we're being honest. They came all the all way over, over the into. 
you know, to Salt Fork area, which is, you know, like my backyard. And they were wandering around and they said, oh, these woods, these woods are squashy. And then, <laughs> and, I said, yeah. and all they found was your old lady. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, oh, yes. you know, I just, I, just, I just heard one. And I was like, dude, you're on public land right now. <laughs> like, I know exactly where you're at because just the slope of the terrain. There ain't no squash. And I said, there's 700 cameras from every, you know, John, Dick, and Harry out in the community. There ain't no squash in there, but these they can be squashy woods. And there's no, I want to <laughs> believe it, but there's just no way. No. With all the trail cameras, with people actually looking for trying to find them, we have satellites, we have thermal imaging mm. airplanes, we have thermal imaging drones. Get, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, thank you. Get the fuck out of here. The only squashing. way, the only way it's actually legit is if they are trans-dimensional beings. I'll tell you right now, they live in Area 51. Why do you think that? Area 51. Are storm. you going down there? Are you yeah. storming? Yeah. I was thinking storm. about it. I want to see the squatches, dude. I was over there like, you can't stop us all. I think they can. I don't yeah. know, well, no, Precisely what the warthog was designed for. You bring in, you bring in all those Kyles, and they can just you know, drink their <laughs> yeah. monsters and just punch through the drywall. <laughs> You're good. All those Kyles. <laughs> 34% of those Kyles. <laughs> 34%. No, I would say, I would say, but no, for real, like 30, 30 to 40%. That's better. One, one out of every every three acres that you hunt probably has a trail camera on Yeah, but how many trees are in three acres? Well, I didn't say. So I, I thought, didn't mean. 30 to 40% percent of wooded acreage sounds a little better. 30 to 40% of trees. We're talking about trees? buckthorn and we're talking about like giant oak trees because, you know, it matters. Well, yeah, I I misspoke <laughs> and I meant size matters. Acreage, size matters. Acreage, thirty-four percent of all huntable acreage. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, I feel like this thirty-four percent is going to be a long oh, running uh, joke. It was you. almost. Yeah. I almost <laughs> was going to ride home with him tomorrow for twelve hours. That'd be a long time to talk about thirty-four percent. Yeah, what's we'll when about. I looked over at the gas gauge, like, oh, check it out, we got thirty-four percent of gas. <laughs> we, <are> 30, <laughs> we have thirty-four. You know, if you come out to those decoys over there, I think we'd have a thirty-four percent more chance of those birds <laughs> decoying. <laughs> when you come out down with it, you know, thirty-four percent of the shots today didn't even hit. I'm anything. coming out with a football jersey. Just 34, just 34. Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Oh my god! It's Steve. Thirty-four. Yes, it, it better be Ohio State right. Buckeyes. I might as well. No, it is not the Ohio State Buckeyes. Show that where it hurts, pal. Oh. Hey. Wow, is that like not sacrilege where you come from? To they, it is. Well, I'm a Michigan fan, pal. Yeah. Living like in Columbus, Ohio. Like Go we, Blue. We yes, don't claim you. Well, I can, I can cheers to that because for no reason I was a Michigan fan growing up. You know, That's I grew what up I'm in talking Minnesota. about. Well, here, actually, it's not because for no reason. It, you know, There's it, a couple it, reasons why. One I, reason is what does the Gophers do anymore? <laughs> we don't want to talk about that. Listen, Minnesota sports, it's a sore, just sore subject. The twins are doing really twins good. Twins are doing year. okay. Um, but the reason I was a Wolverine fan, a Michigan Wolverine fan, is just because there actually there's – Probably Tom Brady. Like no, there's three things. There's three, no, actually it wasn't. It was X-Men. It wasn't. It was X-Men, but yeah. way before X-Men were cool. Like, I'm old. Yeah. I'm 46. Yeah, so I grew up reading tell. these comic Agent. books in the 70s. So, like, I was a Wolverine fan way before it was cool to I be I can Wolverine honestly fan. not give you a solid okay. reason why I'm a Michigan fan. I've been a Michigan so, fan my whole life. But there's, okay, there's multiple reasons. So, Wolverine also, and one of his costume, it's blue and gold. Yeah. Just like Wolverine colors. Now, however, the other, the first school I went to, actually two schools that I went to, because we moved around a fair bit, school colors were also blue and gold. Ah, the stars were aligning here. I also really loved animals since I was a kid. Before I could read, I was reading animal, not reading, just looking at pictures of animal books. Wolver the Wolverine was one of my favorite characters, uh. which is probably why I liked Wolverine the, 
the comic book character because it kind of all that kind of fit. Yeah. It all ties together. And, together. and who wants to eat so, a poisonous nut? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> So putting it all together, my so I went to Rosemont High School here in Minnesota, and their helmets are just like Michigan Wolverine helmets. That's beautiful. Because I, so I don't remember that. I'm gonna fuck this story up, but I think one of the coaches or teachers no, no, no. or an alma mater or something. There's some connection with the Michigan Wolverines and that school, and that's how they got to use that that that's style awesome. of helmets and that color yeah. for the school and everything else. So all that shit together, I'm like, I'm a Michigan Wolverines fan. I would fan. almost <laughs> guarantee. Had nothing to do with who was playing, win-loss record, none of it. I would almost guarantee. Now, I'm a lot different than most Michigan fans. I am a Big Ten fan first. If Ohio State have me playing in the national championship, I obviously want them to win because I'm a Big Ten fan. Ohio State fans, biggest crybabies in the nation, cannot oh, admit that. You're just mad. They can't admit. If Michigan poking the bear if now. Michigan was in the national championship, there's a would, 34% chance that they're all <laughs> crying on the couch I would, not I would, wanting Michigan to win. Only 34%? Yeah. I, I would give it a I would for Michigan when they play in, in, in big games. Well, we don't win big games. No, Jim Harbaugh can't win a big game. You, I, mean, you guys, I mean, since Brady Hoke, like Brady Hoke had a better record than Jim Harbaugh has in, in big, big games. games. Yes. See, I'm a go- obviously, I'm a Gophers fan. I mean, I'm a homer. So no, I'm, no, I'm sorry. So if it's between the Gophers and Michigan, I'm going to root for the Gophers. But there is that part well, of me that kind of At least one person gets upset when Michigan kinda wins. Kind of <laughs> secretly <laughs> wants Michigan to win. And but – to Meanwhile, be brutally honest, like, I'm like not a huge college football yeah. fan regardless. So no, I'm not a big sports on fan. On Saturdays when you guys I'm are all fo- watching I'm this stuff, professional, I'm all killing geese and deer Yeah, and I'm a stuff, professional so. football fan and what? specifically a Vikings fan. Ooh, and I don't need to hear sorry. all the shit because I've been a lifetime. You don't have to tell me how terrible my team He's is. He's a Browns fan. So I, yeah. Yeah. Like, Dude, yeah. you might have it. On paper this year. We do look well. One injury away. We, you well, know, that's every, that's every team. That's As every team. I, I what are they going to happen to the Patriots if Brady broke a femur? They're fucked. Why would you talk about that? I Poor guy. Myself. What if he breaks a femur? It's going to be your fault. Yeah. Good. Send the checks directly <laughs> to Dale Luganville. <laughs> I'm going to give him a call and let me say, Brady, check us out, dude. I know the guy that calls this. Yeah. Bring it on. No, I, I introduced myself. 34% when, chance when at this restaurant called the Boondocks. It's a lot lower than that. However, I'll be here waiting for him. <laughs> That's fine. That's what's he gonna yeah, do? Hobble? Sounds like a threat yeah, to just me. Just kick him in the knee. You're good. He's gonna hobble if he breaks his. Oh, his femur. I thought you said his finger. No, his femur. <laughs> Not everybody breaks their fingers. Yeah, That's stop just it. You. Honestly, Brady could probably play better than most quarterbacks with nine fingers on his hands. It yeah. pains me to say that, but he is pretty. No, good. At the end of the day, the guy's phenomenal. I can't name yeah. a better. Right. Name you know, a better I football player. Don't have anything against him. I don't have anything against the Patriots. As a casual sports watcher, it's just a boring story now. You're right. You're yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, it's have, a little flat. Can we just have different teams? Like the ball. Doesn't even have well, to be we, my we team. We talked about we this just, last night. We just need night. different teams. Right. Just not. Just not. Yeah. The we Patriots. we talked about this, you know, last night with the baseball and how it's always, you know, it's Yankees, Red Sox. Yeah. And have you guys not been watching baseball? I'm watching baseball Twins, right baby. now. Twins, baby. No, so are just fucking. No, so wait, what about Craig the Dodgers? Come out of nowhere. Well, Craig here won't, the Dodgers won't come off year. of it oh, yeah. and tell you. La Dodgers? The Dodgers but and the Milwaukee Brewers? Who saw that coming? Brewers is never going to happen. So huh? Craig's They Craig. can't do it. They can't do it. No. Curse of the Bambino? Oh, wait, that Brewers? was. Brewers? <laughs> no. Well, Craig, that's Craig's what it was last year, job right? He makes professional players baseball bats for. Yeah, that's is a that job. a true story? That, that is a true story. story. Is it Louisville Sluggers? Signed? No. Oh, God. 
Yeah, are you talking about White Rock and Louisville? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <gasps> you said the name. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned. Oh, no, I you, didn't say it. I did you not mentioned say White Rock this, I did Oh, not. that's not even who I'm talking about. That's not, not the decoy. That's not, not the decoy I'm talking about. I'm talking about this, the one that starts with a B. Man, I you're looking really bulky right since now. I plus yeah. You guys are drinking bulk. You guys have talked about a bulk, a lot of beer here. You guys drink a bulk amount of beer. Not even close. To uh, bulk them out yet? Yet? No, give yet. It, give no, it you're not because it's real. This is the thing. It's real thin and holds its well, shape. This isn't live, so it's not really <laughs> going to help anybody. But this is going to be people that are hanging out the game fair, and you went to go see your your favorite brand of this, or your favorite duck collie, or your they're whatever. They're all they here. Us. Yeah. Tonight, this is the party yeah. spot. This, this is, is, this is yeah. where we people are, are going to be here. Cliff, so right up there, isn't it's he? T- Tim he Grounds. Was. What? I don't, I don't think it's actually Tim Grounds, but the back of that truck has yeah. a giant Tim Grounds. So I'm, I know it's not Tim Grounds. Yeah. He died last year. <laughs> that would be spooky. Yeah. 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 Maybe Sasquatch, Sasquatch came Sasquatch. with him. <laughs> Maybe Tim Grounds is an interdimensional being. You don't know. Chance. Hunter don't listen. Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, Hunter, I got you guys are good at dad. this podcast well, thing. You bring nothing all the against your dad, back Hunter. around. These I guys like are this. doing these jokes, not me. I personally like Tim Grounds, and I still blow Super Mac. Yeah, I still blow Tim Grounds' call. Yeah, I got no problem with him. I've heard you blew Tim Grounds. Wow, I was wondering if somebody's oh. going for that oh, joke okay. or not. Oh, okay, I was gonna. I, gonna I, it was it's inappropriate. On, it was yeah, right hey, here. Whatever. I'm offended. It was like it was. Hey, he's, he's from Illinois. He gets easily offended. Hey, yeah, they're all Democrats. You can there. love him or hate him. He's a better oh, goose hunter than I was. Oh, for a sure. world champion goose hunter. I mean, it wasn't hard <laughs> from what I have gathered from the very few people that I'm friends with from Illinois. Because I try not. People. I don't associate don't myself with them people. Don't go across that river. It's not hard to be a Tim Grounds in Southern Illinois in the '90s. No, it wasn't hard. He 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 was that good. Yeah, but he did he did he, he put the work he's in. He's innov- he was innovative. He was that good. Oh, so he's the Corey Jeffers. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Oh, oh, the Corey Jeffers. Yeah. The. Oh. We call him Hard Corey. Hold that. Hard Corey. The Ohio State University. It's so prestigious. The. the so so Ohio prestigious State. that their coaches can't keep their shit straight. And they all get hey, fired for lying. At least it's proper grammar. The yeah. Ohio State University. Because it does start with the vowel. Ohio well, does I start mean. with the vowel, so it is the Ohio. Well, I mean, not the here's Ohio. the. Well, those football players are really good students. Some of them are. Oh, absolutely. I, mean, I would know, sell my Steve. body for a tattoo. I will have <laughs> yeah. you know Robert Smith, ex Viking. Yeah. Damn ex Buckeye. And yeah. an amazing. I will have man. you know the single best player in the NFL today. Did come from Michigan, although he did not start for two years. Tom Brady came from Michigan. Oh, I, thought I wouldn't say Tom Brady is. I mean, Tom Brady got I put thought you're into talking the about system. Kirk Cousins. Let's get back to duck hunting. Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Kirk who? Quiet. Let's Quiet. go back to duck hunting. I'm lying we, to myself. We better right go back to duck hunting. We're getting on yes. the touchy subject, dude. I'm telling yes. you, in Ohio, we will go out in that parking lot and fight over college football. <laughs> oh, every bit of it. I mean, it's, I just, it's not my thing. Like literally, I only pay the only sport I pay attention to is, is professional hockey. football. When it's actually going, I don't give a shit about preseason. I don't give I a don't shit about anything else. It's like when it's going. I watch my, I watch See, my Vikings. Colin Kaepernick ruined I, football I for me. No, I'm going to be upset at yeah. the end of the season. I'm yeah. fully aware. So it's like when people tell me how shitty my team is and how they can't win big games. You don't think I fucking know that? I'm 46 <laughs> years old. I've been watching this team for a long fucking time. I know exactly how this is going right, to pan out. Right. Yep. You ain't telling me shit. At I least. You weren't the Bears kicker last year, smacking the upright every time you oh, kicked the ball. Seven man. times. You know, just all kickers league-wide were terrible. Like, yeah, look at Pittsburgh's started. kicker. But Green Bay missed like five in that one game. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, you have you know one job. That is, Kick I'm going to pay football. you millions of dollars a year. Millions. Millions. And you were just, all I want you to do is just simply kick the ball. Kick the yeah, ball. Straight Put line. It through there. Just straight line. Yeah. That's it. No. That's but how we handle Corey. We give him millions of dollars a year. Just sell some decoys, Corey. 
You pay a million. And that works. Well, your, it works. Your last check Millions? bounced. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, in return, I slept in the trailer today. Millions? I'm in the wrong All business. Right. <laughs> Favorite duck to shoot? Favorite duck to shoot. Hmm. Like, like that, I, like my often? favorite to pursue? Yes. Or your favorite duck? No, we're, I'm talking your favorite, your favorite style of hunting. What is your favorite style of hunting and what kind of birds are you bagging? That is really a tough question. So I'll, I'll, I'll start it. I love question. hunting for my kayak. Swamps, okay. marshes, rivers. And I, I love like kayak hunting. I fun. love shooting wood ducks. Okay. Too big Early on the kayak. Are you jump shooting? I mean, I mean, not like, are you floating? No, like, no, this oh, is, we're setting, and setting okay. decoys up, and, you know, we have a really hot spot, uh, you know, and that's why you keep fucking with your mic, it's great. Well, it's like, <laughs> what happened? I don't want to breathe the in it. Was not on it there? It wasn't on there. I don't want to um, breathe into it. That's but why. But anyway, back, no, we have a, a really hot spot, you know, where we're at, this literally seven miles from my house, and uh, we launch the kayaks out, and these wood ducks just pour into this little spot, and it's, you know, it's got a good mixture of, you know, cattails and milo, and everything like that but when you're on the kayak and you know you're twisting and turning and you're more worried about am i going to fall in but no i want to i want to shoot that big fucking drake right there that's that's the kind of stuff and it's you know you get when you hunt wood ducks you have 30 to 45 minutes they're gone yeah i don't know where they go during the day but they are gone i could point them out on a map where they go uh they go to that one road going with the pavement no they go they, they it's their their day loafing spots are pretty easy to find if you know what you're looking for. Yeah, and I've no. found those by accident. Yeah, they, they it's, are. It's consistent. Gone. At least in Minnesota, it's consistent. There's a whole different There's side a little of the backwater. world. It's a whole I mean, it's dark at home and it's still daylight here. But it's, it's um, uh, I like hunting on a kayak too. Yes. I, things I like about hunting on a kayak, you get in waters that generally, you know, people they're gonna get a mud motor. They want this. They want, I mean, I, no. I I know a guy that's that's building a, a pontoon duck blind, which is great. It's gonna be comfortable. Cool. It's, it's fun. Be, it's gonna be cool, right? But you can only put that in certain places. You know, right. landing's got to be good enough to launch that thing. You ain't dragging that down a bank that doesn't have a proper boat ramp. Like right. you, kayak, as long as you can drag it, you're, you're in. good. You right. can go wherever you want. I really like. Um, there's a small creek by my house. That like opening morning, I'll go, I'll set on a on a lake or something, and I'll shoot those first couple hours, you know. And if, obviously, if it's great and I got my limit, I'm done. Right. But if I don't, if I have a couple birds to fill in my bag, and some of those aren't wood ducks, because the limit's three, Minnesota. That's the same here. Yeah. So if I haven't filled my limit of wood ducks, I know I can fill them on this creek. Right. And you just and I just do a quick little float, and uh, it's you know, and and the way you do it, it's. You really have to position your kayak right, so you got to play that current. So when you come around that corner, you're in shooting position. When a lot of people fuck up when they hunt kayaks for the first couple of times, it's like that's not straight ahead of you. So right. if you're right-handed, that's off to your left. Right. If you're left-handed, that's off to your right, and you really only have about 20 degrees. Yeah. To oh, swing, yeah. you can't you can't swing swing. Right. You'll fall if you and if you go all the way yeah, to oh, the yeah. nine o'clock position swimming. <laughs> If you don't have a stable kayak, that's not going to end well for you. Let's pick that. Let's pick that shotgun up out of the bottom <laughs> of the river. Exactly. You better so, tie that thing off. Yeah, you have about from like the ten o'clock position to the five to the five after. You yeah. Know, position that that's oh, your yeah. shooting right. window. If you're a right-hander, you know. If it's left-hander, it's you know whatever. Wouldn't five after be one o'clock? Uh, one o'clock. Well, whatever. Ten to one. Yes. <laughs> ten to one. 
35 percent of the yeah. time it is. 30, <laughs> that's <laughs> 30, it. That's 35 percent of the clock. <laughs> <laughs> but so kayak, I do really enjoy kayak fishing. It's a generally it's a solo endeavor. No, kayak fishing. We completely kayak kayak hunting. Hunting. Oh, Sorry, fish. No, I mean it's fine. It's but I also like kayak fishing too. Amazing. Uh, for the almost the exact same reasons because you can get into waters that you know the big Nobody boats. Else and I have a Ranger bass boat. I mean, I, I mean it's. But it's different. It's a just you're right on the water. It's it's a totally different experience. I love right. it. It's great. Um, but kayak hunting is is fun. You get to go places where a lot of people can't get to. Right. Right. Um, you're not bringing a shit ton of decoys. Right. When I first hunted on a kayak, I like lo- I put like decoys in every pocket that wasn't me inside, and then I realized you can just take the bag of decoys and balance it on the front. And I can take away oh, more see, decoys. Oh, see, I time I do, the Texas I do rig just on the, back. the uh, yeah, I but said. that drag sucks when you're paddling. See, I do just the opposite. I throw all of my Texas rig weights into the cockpit, and then I just pull the weight or pull the decoys behind. You, you know what? The, the drag of those decoys floating there doesn't fuck with you. No, no, I go yeah, about I a half a mile that. upstream on right. a pretty decent current. Upstream, Not that bad. upstream, and that's it's easier a, when that's you come back way. with a kayak full of ducks with yeah. your right. limits. Well, you gotta kill some first. I mean, look how ripped he is. That's why. That's why. <laughs> What's that? Oh, That's why he's ripped, dude. He's jacked, bro. He yeah. freaking carries Jack. out Bigfoots. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I you, lift you, the fork from the pit table to my mouth. <laughs> you mad, bro? <laughs> so I've tried I tried kayak hunting last year one time. So I'm like, oh, kayaks? Yeah. Went to Tractor Supply, 200 bucks on sale. There we go. Boom. Those are my kayaks. Do it. Oh, my God. Dude, I got, we didn't well, – it was cold. It was probably oh, – it was probably – 10 degrees. It always is. Ducks are in. But these these ducks, I watched them pound this creek. And I'm like, I don't know where they're going, but there's a cloud of them. So me and a buddy who has kayak before, I've never even sat in a kayak. <laughs> right off the bank, into the kayak, into the water. Oh. I'm like, this the, he's like, and my uncle dropped us off. Because in Ohio, we have a law. You can float any waterway, but you cannot touch bottom or the bank. So there, if you touch bottom or you're the bank, you're trespassing. Right, we got different laws here. Yeah, see, so you can float any waterway. So technically we trespass to get in the water. Um, so my uncle dropped us off. We drug the kayaks down. We got in the water. He left, and I said, you know, you're going to meet us four miles up creek. It's going to take two and a half hours to float this. We'll see you up there in two and a half you're hours. You're wet now. Oh, dude, I didn't, even, didn't even start, and I'm, I'm wet. <laughs> so I wore my waders <laughs> anticipating <laughs> at some point something's going to happen. And I had, I've got the new Drake Guardian Elite Series jacket, which is phenomenal. Well, sheds water great. So I'm not soaked, but like up my cuffs got wet. Yeah, um, your, your wrist. And my wrist and hands are soaked. My gloves are soaked. So I finally get this thing worked out, and we go off on our way. And I can tell you, I did thoroughly enjoy it, but I got to get a better kayak. They've got to make they, a better they kayak. They do. They make much more. Yeah. Like if you the got, new if you got a cheap one. If you got a cheap one, that thing's going to be tippy as fuck. Oh, it yeah. was tippy. Yeah. yeah it yeah, was yeah, tippy. Yeah, yeah. No, so the uh, the new canoes, we met a guy at uh, Pine Wait, we talking about canoes or kayaks? No, it's it's a new canoe kayak. It's, it's, it's what it's called. You, That's like the yeah, name of brand name oh. of the kayak. Um, we met a guy. We were at uh, Pine Matuing, Pennsylvania, and this guy, he sold us. Like, he, this is exactly what you need. And I was like, bullshit. Like, I... I have just having you know an old fashioned blah 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 like twelve footer eleven eleven six, and he was like no seriously like come up here watch my videos hunt with me hunt out of this, and they are one of those kind like you can stand up and you can shoot you can stand up Stable. and you can catch That's impressive it is like I again no affiliation with them right but damn they are they're really 
What are those retailers? Pricey, 1200 bucks. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's, that's 10 not dozen. a Hobie. That's Hobies 10 dozen are, decoys. Yeah. Hobies are even more than that. They're the ones with the pedal, the little fins. Oh, that yeah. Go, the self-propelled Have you ever seen the ones well, with the – not self-propelled, but they're, you know. Have you ever seen the ones with the actual the battery? That uh, you have a uh, you have a little oh, yeah, steering those, stick yeah, in the yeah. center. Well, you got there's, there's a solo skiff that actually has like a small outboard, but it's like right, it's like in the middle of it. Yeah, and you steer it that way. Then there's another one that uses like a jet ski motor and like a joystick. Yeah, that's, that's, it has a joystick. And those are like five grand. Yeah, <laughs> looks like so I'm buying no. one of those. Yeah. That looks like the way we're gonna <laughs> yeah. we're gonna kayak. Yeah, the, but uh, I'll tell you, if if, the, if your if your river isn't weedy, you know, mucky, and it's more rocks, gravel, stuff like that, that. What, I can't remember the name of the, the brand name of the one that's the jet ski motor, but yeah. that's, dude, you're smiling. You don't have to well, worry about shearing off any props. No, right. like you can go, you can, you can shoot that thing 35 miles an hour in four inches of water. You're going. Wow. Gone. See, that's what that's and that's what a lot of people around me look for for boats. Like my duck boat um, that I use on the river is just a 14 foot aluminum craft. I me, mean, it's probably like a 1940. Sure. And Whatever. It, but it works, yeah. you know, and it's got a short shaft motor on it. We can get yeah. three guys. We go six miles up river when we hunt the river, and it's just shallow enough that sometimes you got to get out and pull. So a couple of years ago, I switched to a bigger boat. I was switched to an 18-foot boat with a surface drive, and I hated it. Really? I hated it. I mean, I just – I, and it might have just been the motor. I bought a Gator Tail used, okay, and uh, I just couldn't – and not on plane isn't what I'm looking for. I just couldn't get it to drive right. And and I had the same problem. You know, there were some spots that were just too shallow. I couldn't get through. Sure. And um, so a kayak that has a motor in it, yeah. I might get into kayak. They call pretty kayaks, but whatever. So to answer your question, yes. what my favorite style of duck hunt is, man, that's just really difficult because, I mean, field smashing – Nothing beats mallards is, is awesome. But with that said, I don't really get excited about mallards. The only reason field smashing mallards is fun because mallards are like the most common bird to use a dry field. So right. I mean, yeah, you're gonna get some pintails depending on where in the country you are, maybe a widget, maybe a gadwall. Yeah. But for the most part, it's gonna be mallards. Right. You know, that's gonna be way more than thirty. Four percent of the birds <laughs> used in the field are going to be mallards. Mm. Um, it's a goose field. But mallards, you know, I don't understand. Like a lot of the southern guys, they're like, "Oh, just them red-legged mallards, them greenheads, just shooting greenheads." And all the mother, they call all the other ducks are just trash ducks. And yeah. in a perfect world for me, and the reason why this your question is so hard for me, yeah. I don't have a favorite duck because Anything in a perfect other world, mallard, my awesome. bag limit of six is going to be six different ducks. Right. One of the things that I've drawn to waterfall hunting was the variety. You know, when you go duck, when you go deer hunting, a deer is a deer is a deer is a deer, except for right. the rack. I mean, the rack changes a little bit. But I agree. I mean, you're shooting does. A doe looks like every other doe, doe out there. You're right. I mean, yeah. It's just a doe, and you're one and done. Waterfall hunting, I mean, you're not necessarily, water, you know, depending on your zone, you can take, I mean, like where I'm at here in Minnesota, I think I can take up to three bonus deer or whatever. So, you know, I can shoot three. You're not one and done. But it's not the same as waterfall. I can shoot six a day. Right, you know, for as long as, days. as long as I'm eating them, right. you know, you know, you still only have a two-day possession limit, right. so you, I can still right. only ever have twelve ducks in my possession. And what a lot of people understand is like, oh, I got twelve in my possession home, and they're hunting actively. Like, no, 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 that's you're, illegal. You shoot one bird, you're over limit. Right. And right. now you have the you good know, news in my household. There's 13. three people with a license. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, Yes, I am. Holy cow. I am good. I know wow. I'm, yeah. I got to talking. I'm not drinking. I'm falling well, behind. Yeah. So and, and for me, it's not so much my favorite way of hunting as it is, like, my favorite duck hunt. I don't care if we're hunting 
I don't care what we're hunting, would be my brother and I. We don't get to spend much time together. We're both busy. So as long as we're hunting, I don't yeah. care what we're hunting. You know, my ideal hunt is we just go down to Hillsboro and shoot geese on that pond. We both found the pond together. First hunt out there, we shot, f- we shot four bands, just him and I. That's crazy. And it was yeah. like a second goose hunt ever. So it was, I mean, at that spot in that scenario does hold something special for me. Sure. As whereas if I'm going hunting and it's me and my brother, that's what matters to me. Yeah. yeah. And there, I mean, there's a lot of variance into it. I got a spot that I like to hunt here in Minnesota. It's a two-mile hike as the crow flies to get to this spot. It's oh, in the shit. middle of a, of, of a state forest, so it's all public land. But it's so you have to wear your waders, but it's not always wet. Sometimes you got to go up over these big oak islands, and you're down in the water. Now you're wasting yeah. the water for a long stretch, and you're back up on dry land, and you're back, and then you're going through brush, and it's a pain in the ass to get back there. But once you're back there, and I can't even say it's Shangri-La when you get back there, because sometimes the ducks are back there, and sometimes they're not. You can't scout it, right? Like, well, you can with a drone, but you're you're yeah. No, you can't even legally do that because at least in the state of Minnesota, you cannot use a drone to act to, to take. It, to assist you in taking of game. So if you use the drone to scout, you're breaking the law. In no, Minnesota, I don't know Ohio. how it is in Ohio. I, Every state is different. We, yeah, Their drone right. laws are different. No, you state. can't. You obviously can't. You can't use electronics to aid in the taking of it, as in you take the drone and run the deer to you. You can't do that, but you can mm. scout with it. Yeah, no, you can. Now, ethics as far wise, as I understand it, you can't use it even to scout. Right. Ethics-wise, I don't I don't think it's very ethical to use a drone. Get your lazy ass out of the truck and go do well, your job. Well, it's a two-mile hike, I mean, that's... Well, you know. yeah. And the the mean, shitty thing is, like, uh, it was, like, two years ago, I think. Maybe three. No, I think it was two years ago. I actually did take my ass and scout it the day before... Yeah. And, I went and there was a ton of ducks using it. I'm like, dude, we're going to smash back there. I know it's this a lot of work, it. and I'm convincing yeah. my buddies to do this. I'm like, you're going to love it when you get back there. You swear, if somebody blindfolded and dropped you off, outside of the fact that you can't see any mountains on the horizon, you'd think you're in the middle of fucking Alaska. Like, it's just, it's awesome back there. Just yeah. great. You can't hear cars. You, can't, you don't hear shit. You're in the middle of, you don't have cell service. Like, you are in the middle of fucking nowhere. nowhere. It's awesome. It got really cold that night. Froze. All it our froze. deals and, and didn't freeze, but it got cold enough. That like all your early season birds boogied out. Hey, see, bitch. wood ducks gone. Yeah, yeah. Deal gone. Yeah, that's uh, shit. We didn't. I mean, yeah, yeah we shot. A co- I think we ended up shooting a couple. We actually we shot a goose. We didn't have a single goose decoy. Okay. That goose came in, broke. We broke him off just in calling. Broke that goose off of a flock, and he was just looking for. He just said, couldn't I'm, find him, and he I'm finally tired. came down low enough and. We put yeah. him on the water. I'm tired. You know, I'm tired of flying with these guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. I'm gonna. It, I'm that gonna that was here. all calling. We yeah, have a sing- we had duck decoys. We <coughs> have a single, you know, cause, and we were only carrying a few decoys back there. A lot, right. Mean, yeah, and that's shit, one of the places. Guns, decoys, a two-mile hike through a swamp. That oh, is yeah. not fucking easy. And one of the places that we hunt, uh, you know, going back to the kind of the drone thing, is it's every bit of probably um, one, probably a mile and a half all the way back in, but it's, a, it's just a big, giant W of just swamp, marshy area that has, you know, two-foot bottom and just nasty, nasty bottom. But uh, that's the good thing about this spot is the bottom. The bottom's hard. Like it's yeah. all, even when you go into water, it's all gravel oh, and rock. No, I don't know why? Because it, you're oh, in a giant. It's a giant swamp. No, no, this is like virgin. I mean, this is like wilderness. Wilderness. Yeah. wilderness. Oh. I think what it is is old ancient riverbed. Okay. So oh. it just has God like made the, the bog. Yeah. The bog is you know built up over it, but it's still hard yeah. rocky bottom that's underneath awesome. it. So going back yeah. to you know to the W, like we can go in, we can walk in, and we can try and you know scout this. And I don't know if the birds are on this end of the W or they're in the middle or they're on the sure. other end. So we we did get back there and we you know launched the drone. I'm like, where are these birds sitting? I know exactly they're here, but where? So that's that's 
you know, we launched a drone, just simply just fly up high enough. Birds are on you know, the middle third, and that's where we're going to set up tomorrow. For me, it doesn't. It did. I don't. I mean, they were pissed. <laughs> My bunnies that I brought, they're like, "We're. I'm never doing this ever again." And I actually like going there at least once a season, just because the the view. I mean, the, the fact that you're so you're so far away from any hunter, and this is an hour from the Twin Cities metro area, right? From the heart of the Twin Cities. Yeah. It's a, actually, it's probably less than an hour to where you're going to park and walk in, and you can get complete solitude. Yeah, like, and that's, there's that's something to be said for that. And you shoot a duck, great. If you don't, I mean, the first time I saw it, I mean, I found this just look at pouring over satellite maps. I'm like, this looks ducky as fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, how the hell do I get there? Squatchy. Like Squatchy. Squatchy as hell. So I kind of, <laughs> I could see this line. I'm like, I think that's a trail. So I just drove and I got, I'm like, this is an old road. And I got, you could see like a trail. It's all getting overgrown. But like, this is definitely, at some point in time, this was a trail. When you get back there far enough, the state forest actually butts up against um, state park, which you couldn't hunt because it's a park. But somebody put that fucking state park sign there. Yeah. I don't know how long ago. Right. And there ain't is been no there. sign of human activity back here except for me. Right. And every time I go back there, every year I go back there, it's just it's growing over more and more. Like, I am literally the only dumbass that's going back there. Yeah. It's a lot of fucking uh, work. And, then, you guys but, and it's opening it's season, so it's like the third weekend or fourth weekend of September, whichever that opener happens to fall on for yeah. us here. So it's hot. I right. mean, it's usually warm. It's, it, huh. They don't make warm-weather duck hunting apparel. It's right. no. meant to keep you warm. Not, uh, just breathable Put your nothing. duck oven jacket on it and go. Sweating your Shit, balls duck off. oven jacket and... September, no way. But I do, I, I do enjoy that. But I can't really say I have a favorite duck. I mean, as far as like, what would I like to shoot? Yeah, everything. <laughs> I mean, or a king eider. Well, that's why you know I'm excited to hear Craig's answer to this because this guy has hunted every body of water that holds ducks in the world. Yeah, he's Mr. probably Mr. I, Silent. Over I here. think he went to can Saudi take, Arabia can I take and a shot guess? ducks off of a camel. Sand ducks. Sand Dusky, <laughs> isn't that the guy that tucks? <laughs> yeah, tuck that's in Ohio. Boys? We're just talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're talking about no, the Penn State Sandusky. Your this best guy, friend, yeah, different one. This guy shoots different the tree ducks. Light bulbs. You know, he's, he's full, <laughs> of, full <laughs> whistling tree ducks. So yeah, he shoots the tree ducks, but yeah. not even in Florida. He shoots them in Illinois. How about like a Bacall? Bacall huh? teal. Not yet. Got to go to Russia for that son of bitch. I'm going to Russia. Are you? It's not scheduled, but I'm going to I know there. I'm 6'4", but I, if you have big enough luggage, I can fit. Hey, let's work it out, man. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Life's too short to sit at home and uh, yeah, I, I hear just you think about one. fun stuff. I would like, like, to, get, Mandarin. I would like to get a, a group Mandarin. trip to Alaska. Yeah, that's Can't. just a fancy wood duck. I don't think there's anywhere you can hunt mandarins legally, wild mandarins, because you can't hunt in China. Right. Can't you can't hunt in China? No. Mm. They're communists, but you can't have guns there. You can't hunt in Good the – no, they're obviously North, South Korea. You right. You can't hunt there. So th someone may find that there is some country that you could do it, but – It'd be fine. Yeah, I'm yeah, you, get a, you get a rare game farm escapee here in the States. So there was a, oh, yeah. there was a Mandarin in Central Park in yeah. New York this past year. He was there year, for like three years. People were losing their shit about it. But I would be set up on the first field in the direction he flew <laughs> that was huntable, yeah. and I would had, not leave. We had a barnacle goose on a pond by our house. Really? In really? Illinois, yeah. Did you shoot it? No, uh, I don't know if somebody ended up doing it. Most people, wouldn't know. <laughs> Most people would drive past and not know, not know what it is. a barnacle from a Canada. They, right. they wouldn't yeah. pick them out. Yeah. There was an Egyptian goose shot in Ohio last really? year. Mm -hmm. yeah. The other game farm escapee. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. 
Uh, no, he it. flew here from Egypt. Yeah, he could. Yeah, right. I mean, could be a he, he had a pharaoh hat on. Could so, <laughs> yeah, obviously <laughs> came from somewhere other than a farm. No, so uh, funny story. You know, you talk about bands and everything like that and how far birds travel. There was a pintail shot in California. In California that was 21 years old, banded in Japan. Yep. I didn't even know the pintails. Yeah. Northern, a northern pintail. A northern pintail yeah. from Japan. Wow. Banded in Japan. Made the trip across the ocean. Some sorry bastard shot him in California. God damn. Son. Yeah. The guy he was coming here for coming like, here from a better life. I can't. Do got yeah. over the wall. <laughs> America. And get shot. America. It's probably a kamikaze. He probably <laughs> right at that boat. He probably yeah. dove in the boat. But you know, it's it funny. His own neck. You say that, but like probably when he got shot, he came in from Mexico. The Aleutian Islands. My buddies hunted Cold Bay last year in Alaska. I didn't make that trip, but that Cold Bay is way out there, and it is covered with puddle ducks. What are they doing there? Uh, they shot widgeons. They shot mallards. We've seen them on Kodiak, same species. They shot Kodiak. all these puddle ducks. Yeah, no, not Kodiak. <laughs> <laughs> so in Cold Bay, well, that, widgeon is the duck that haunts me. It's really? the one puddle duck that comes to Ohio that I, that I have not shot. Have you shot a widgeon? I have shot a widgeon. So we're in a field last Everybody year. Everybody knows what they're doing to kill the widgeon. Yeah, so I, I mean, we're in a field last year, and we had a rough season in Ohio like the rest of the country. You know, it was the problem with it was we had, I had birds to hunt. My fields were holding birds, but the conditions would change so fast. Agreed. That 100%. I would find birds on Monday in a field, and it would be 70 and wet, and the next day it would be 30 and frozen. Yeah, I mean, it was that fast. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a roller coaster weather. Year and it was tough year. to find yeah. them. So we hunt this Global field. warming. Me and, and, and <laughs> probably one of my, my, my closest friends here soon, or, or here recently, since I started duck hunting, B. Me. So we hunt, this, we hunt this field. And uh, when I hunt with B, he's done it his whole life. He calls the shots. He, help, he does all the setup. I'm, I'm just the hunter at that point. I don't have any say in anything. So we set up, and there's patchy snow on the ground. Now, granted, the day before we scouted this field, there was no snow. It snowed overnight. Then it got warm again, so now we have patchy snow. So I didn't bring a snowsuit, uh, but my decoy bag's white. So I crawl inside my decoy <laughs> bag, and I'm like, like a sleeping bag, and he's, he actually brought a snowsuit because he's smarter than I am. And these group of ducks, I'll never forget this. These group of ducks come in. They buzz us from behind. They make a big swoop, and... They're right out in front. I'm like, I'll call it, I'll call it, I'll call it, I'll call it. He calls it, and it wasn't his fault. It was just we were set up way wrong. The birds get out in front of him. I now can't shoot or I'm going to shoot him. Right. Boom, boom, boom. He's like, I think those are widgeon. I'm like, oh, they better not have been. Oh, shit. They better not have been. That's the one duck that I haven't shot. We go pick it up, and he's like, it's a widgeon. He's like, big old cotton top. No, it was actually a hen, so we missed missed all the drakes. He brings it back, and we're talking. He's like, you know what's kind of crazy? These bibs that I have on are the Widgeon series. That, so that's oh, our running grief. joke, you know. We we were out fishing last week on Lake Erie, a walleye fish a bunch, and uh, we get done. He's like, I was kind of kind of hoping we catch a steelhead or a muskie. That you know they they're around this time of year. He said they're pretty rare, kind of like being shooting a widgeon in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> that's our running joke. Yeah. Widgeon, they haunt me, man. <laughs> Mine for the longest time was the Drake Goldeneye. And, I mean, we, we checked that one off the list last year, but all of us shot it, so I can't even really lay solo claim to that <laughs> I, one. Oh, I up. have one pellet, when the I got, one pellet that hit, you know, right in the eyeball and went through the brain. That was me. That was, that the was first, yeah. I got a couple stories like that. The first um, duck I ever put on the wall 
of all things, was a gadwall. And we talked about this. Yes. When I, was I stopped I in your booth. I love a gadwall. And I was hunting, we were hunting in Nebraska. And I'm, I'm not going to retell this whole story because this is the hunt that almost never happened. Anybody listening to this story has already, or this podcast already heard it. But so we were hunting. And at this point in time, I had not shot a Drake Goldeneye. I'm on the end Talk of this. Gadwall? Like, I'm on the end of this point. No, I'm going to switch. This was the hunt that I got the gadwall on. Oh, okay. talking, Like, I had a chance. I see. A gorgeous Drake Goldeneye. Oh, no. And I'm sitting there and on the end of this point, and up come the, cha- up come the river channel. Beautiful Drake Goldeneye. I mean, it's just gorgeous. Scream. You're not going to find a better one. Oh. And I just I watched him go right past. And my buddy was like, why don't you shoot that? I don't know. <laughs> I literally just went and watched it right, to, like right to left. Just watched it, like I was just amazed at how good the looking it was. Yeah, yeah and they are. They're they're very yeah. good. And it honestly words. didn't occur to me to shoot it. Like it, it didn't. It wasn't well, until he said it. I was like, I don't yeah. know why I didn't shoot that bird. That's <laughs> really weird. But then later, I take like this 45, 50 yard poke at like a common merganser and wing that stupid thing. So I take a shot at that, but not yeah, not I'm the gonna, 30 yard I'm shot I'm at the fucking Drake I mean, what the hell's wrong with So my, uh, the one duck that I want and I've never shot is a pintail. And we, uh, so last year, we decided we were going to take off. We are going to go see our buddies down in Stuttgart, Arkansas, Black Dog Outfitters. And then we're going to go over there and go home with one of our pro sappers in, in, uh, just outside of Houston, Texas. And I told my buddies, it's me and three guys. I said, my biggest fear is that uh, we are going to we're going to go all the way down there? We're going to do this, you know, three thousand mile round trip flight or round trip drive. And I said, and we're going to have a pair of pintails come in, and they're going to land in the decoys, <laughs> and we are just going to whiff. And we're in uh, we're in Houston, Texas, and we're just watch ten thousand pintails fly over top of us. I mean, they're at seventy yards, they're touching the clouds. Nine thousand nine hundred ninety-eight. Thirty-four <laughs> percent. I knew that was. Valid. <laughs> But we watched this pintail just pile into this property that we do not have permission on. But two of them break off. And these two come in, wings locked, feet down. Two of them break off, 9,998, told you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, everybody sits up, ba-boom, 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 ba-boom. These two ducks fly off. I mean, just a big bull sprig. Oh, God. And a hen. And we just whiff. And it was one of those, like... You've got to be fucking kidding me. Like, are you got, like, I would have been that person in the blind that'd been like, I shot that bird. I, I <laughs> shot that bird. Yeah. Yeah. We I'm, all got I'm one of those. I'm going to be the claimer on this yeah. one for I, sure. Oh, man. And it was. It I've was never shot a Drake gold, or a Drake uh, pintail either. Uh. For some reason, this state, we if you shoot a pintail, it's almost always a hen. I don't know. I, somebody told me, and I can't, this is, again, this, we're talking bro science here, but someone said right. that the Drakes migrate, like, they breed and then they leave. Like they don't hang around, and that's why probably in the fall, they're, they're probably drink. trying to avoid the law Could after be. what they did Maybe. to those hens. Maybe <laughs> yeah. we didn't talk about this. The, the duck culture is very rapey. Yes. Is what rapey. was the fun fact? Give them oh, the fun, the fun hit fun them fact. with the fun fact on uh, the the penis to body size. The ruddy duck has the largest penis to body size of any mammal in the world. And if by ratio, so I called him on like bigger than a blue whale. He's like by ratio, so body. The penis ratio Body to penis is size. So in general, Look ducks have a super long corkscrew-like penis. You're right. My middle name is Ruddy. Evolutionary <laughs> theory. <laughs> this is like <laughs> <it> <laughs> Dutch Ruddy. Dutch uh, Ruddy. Uh, 
<laughs> well, that derailed my train of thought right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty no, impressive. That's no, hard you're, to do. You're Don't picture that. They have this that's, big, really this big long corkscrew yeah. oh, penis. So, so the evolutionary uh, arms race. So why male ducks have this long corkscrew-like penis is because the duck culture is so rapey that the, the female ducks, the hens, have really long labyrinth-like ovarian tubes. So in order for them to get impregnated, the right drake, the one with the longest, most corkscrewy cock, can find, can weave himself. No you know that old board game? I mean, you guys are probably too young for this, but there was a game. It was, I think it was Finding called Labyrinth. The G-spot? <laughs> that's a, my wife and I play that sometimes. First of all, you might as well find Bigfoot. That's that's a myth. Everybody knows the G spot's a myth. That's just that's just something to sell products. Don't tell Anyways. my wife that I'll be getting divorced next week. <laughs> so it was, this game, it was a it was like a, wooden, a light bulb. It was a wooden box, and like the top of it was a maze. And there's you know a hole in one corner and a hole in the other end. And there's like two things, and you have to rotate oh, the yes. top of it and make the ball move. And I, I think it was actually called Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Was that's yeah. basically like the breeding, <laughs> that's basically the sexual that's reproduction crazy. program of ducks right there. Yes. And Could it, you imagine that your penis has to go inside and then swim its way through to find, like, that even sound, that sounds like too much work. Can you imagine the epic morning wood you'd have? Like, you just wake <laughs> up and you're, like, knocking the lamp over and it's, like, get snagged on the overhead yeah. light. Like your, wife, your wife's like, like quit stealing the blanket. <laughs> I'm not. It probably is like 34% larger than their body. Uh, yeah. Like oh, actually, I'm, I'm not even, I mean, that is the joke of the running one. But if you think about it, if you look at like the picture. Yo, the picture. I mean, is, we actually it, did it share dick pics earlier. There were duck dick pics, but whatever. Same thing. It wasn't a duck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you might have the length, but we got to talk about that girth. <laughs> or the lack thereof. Well, yeah. well that's a yes. But I don't care how big it is. That's going to be like a. 24-foot-long Johnson. Yeah. I'm knocking some shit over. <laughs> yeah. Tampa, thank you. You are hanging the blanket from the ceiling Ooh. every morning. Well, our waitress walked in at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing you said Johnson and got away from Venus there. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of podcast is this guy? Yeah. <laughs> and today on Hefner's Podcast. Yeah, I, I should have just called this the Anything Goes because that's no. pretty much what it is. No. And no. We've gone from football to duck hunting, I've kayaks, had, penises. Had, yeah, I've had some uh, listeners tell me they're like, and he said that. All right. Okay. Yeah, no. And we're well, going that's, there. That's, you know, when everybody says like, you know, something that's an obvious yes, you know, they always say, you know, does does a bear shit in the woods? Does an arab shit in the sand? Does a duck with a banner drag weeds? Yes, it does. Is the duck's, yes, ass, it does. Is the duck's ass water tight? Yeah. Yeah, I would hope Absolutely. so. Absolutely. I'm offended that you don't know where those jokes came from. You're in Little Canada. Well, you don't watch no, Letter we're not Kenny. In Little Canada, we're in Rand. Oh, Letter Kenny. You don't watch well, Letter Kenny's Kenny? in Canada. I understand, oh, but you don't watch it? It's almost like another country. Oh, my God, yeah, dude. Almost. Of. It's Not a smaller really. wall. It's like another you can country still jump there. there. You can get over Canada's wall. Snow Mexico. Justin Trudeau is an absolute nightmare, so I yeah, say don't go is. there. Yeah, let's yeah. build that wall. Yeah, let's build that we wall. We don't want any of them snow Mexicans to come down here. You're right. It's ridiculous. So. For some reason, I got, like, on my Facebook page, I got a ton of, like, uh, Basically, if you send me a friend request and you're holding something dead or a fish, I'm accepting it. That's the same thing so, with me. You know, ISIS, if you're listening, stop sending the hot chicks, and then your name is Hakim Alum Mahata. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not but accepting that George. one. That one's a declined every time. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're La Pierre, but you're holding a big wallet, I'm probably going to accept that one. Yeah. So, Pierre. Yeah. But I got a ton of, like, French-Canadian French, French Canadian 
people follow me on uh, Facebook. French, my French Canadians, things. you know, you call, say you call Sprint or you call Verizon, and they answer the phone, and they're like, thank you for calling Verizon Wireless. My name is George. <laughs> when, yeah. <laughs> Shit, your like, name ain't George. The fuck <laughs> it is. Wait, why we got to start this conversation <laughs> out with you lying to me? Hey, yeah. George, I'm Daquan. How are yeah, you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, how's the weather up there today, sir? Jaquelin. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for calling. Thank you for calling. My name is Adam. The fuck it is. Yeah. <laughs> you said your name is Amir. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> maybe. Maybe that. But yeah, it's. Uh, yes. Yeah, Can I talk to someone who speaks English? I don't speak English. Uh, I I speak the English just fine. <laughs> no way, you don't. I'm deaf. Can you put a sign language interpreter on, please? <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> 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 send us over in Braille. Like, why don't you call It'd this the easier. offensive podcast, pal? They some all are. They some, all are. Whatever. Some this, is not a, this is not a safe space. Yeah, some Democrat somewhere is hiding under their bed right now crying. That's Guaranteed. Probably they off, got Nancy too. Pelosi on the phone crying yeah, like listen, a baby. I'm my own boss. I'm my own sponsor. So You're if right. anybody's firing me, it's going to be me, and right. I don't plan on firing me anytime soon. So yeah. I kind of pray they fire me. Let's go. It's yeah. <laughs> a long way from Let's home. Try. <laughs> I could have gone fishing today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, reminds me, that reminds me of the walleye fingers last night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. Know, I'm we look, didn't even know walleyes had fingers. Yeah, I'm looking at the menu, and I'm like, what? I fish for a walleye every day. I didn't know they had fingers. <laughs> Man, buffaloes don't have wings either. You're right. <laughs> only the wild ones. Yeah, only the wild ones. Yeah. <laughs> Came once they lost eggs. They didn't need them. They don't need right. them to migrate. Anymore. You're Domesticated right. buffalo lost their wings. Yeah, they started doing the caribou yeah. thing. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Covering the whole country in two days. Kind of like the Somalians do. Wow. Man, wow. We can say that. We are, we are from Ohio, so... Um, and uh, you know my my main profession is I'm a nurse, and I worked at one of the tread, main o- the uh, cold water here. Oh, we're cold okay. Water. Your boss <laughs> is going to hear this. Uh, he's a nurse too. <laughs> um, but I worked at one of the main hospitals in you know downtown Columbus, Ohio, and there is a very large Somali Nepali population. Same that you guys have here. We have a very large Somali population. And the uh, the reason for that Thanks, is Chicago. after after talking to them. We don't. Is when they land. Yeah, you traded these they, guys. They come yeah. in. They land in New York as a, you know refugees or whatever, mm-hmm. and they are told that hey, there's a big population in Columbus, Ohio, and there's a big population in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. And why 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 am I going to go to you know Kansas right when there's nobody there? So they're going to go to like like the population just people. continues yeah continues to grow. It's and natural grow and grow. I mean, yeah, it's, it's so back to these duck poles. Back to the, the duck, duck poles, poles quickly and easily convert your standard floating decoy into a full-body decoy. So, well, but what we were talking on earlier, oh, that's honestly, right. you guys had a product. Honestly, <laughs> to get back to what this podcast is supposed to be about, politics, religion, sex aside. Um, that's actually what this podcast is about. But <laughs> yeah, if you want to infiltrate it with actual shit, that's yeah, I mean, whatever. kind of feel like I'm in a podcast with Howard Stern. <laughs> so, that's why but I ain't saying nothing. Now I'm, I'm making it. Now I'm making it. <laughs> but they, they not compared to Howard Stern. Well, when we started talking about the products that we offer in the goose decoys, I meant to chime in. Um, the The cool thing about it is for someone just starting out, like, for instance, I found here in Minneapolis – most of the hunters around here, are, they hunt water. I would say 34%, 30, 34% of them <laughs> might hunt fields. It's amazing how we can, I mean. Because really as I was explaining, joke, yeah. as I was explaining what, what our decoys were, they would all say, you know, I got a ton of water decoys. 
I don't really need any field decoys. It'd be nice to have a few. And that's where Brandon really came into play, you know. I mean, these guys. Now they could buy water decoys and they convert to field decoys. You're right. So, now, and in the same sense. How for, do you convert field decoys to water decoys? Put a piece of foam in them. <laughs> so, Throw them out of your boat. <laughs> so we, we got to talking. I mean, if you do anything. So I'm sorry. If you do any other decoy other than gym shoe, they'll float. <laughs> gym shoes will sink. <laughs> they have a hole in the bottom of them. They're going to fill with top. water. But we. They're going down. In what the about the they They'll sink too, right? Yeah. In bulk time. quantities. A bulk of the time. Huh? <laughs> they're real bulky. When you throw them in the water, they take on bulk water. <laughs> and at the bottom of the river, they take up a lot of bulky space catfish can live in them because they're so long <laughs> like a football they are they're very oblong they just they're not a good looking so decoy. but in the same sense of things if you, you you try to start a field spread everybody i don't care who you are you start with six six to twelve mallards in sure. the water everybody right yeah so if you start a field spread i personally in ohio i don't hunt with one duck in my spread and i haven't if i'm in the water and i'm hunting ducks yes but in a field it's i kill ducks over geese you know, Nick Johnson I've had in this podcast for Champion Collar, uh, he brought something up that never really thought of before. But when he brought it up, it made total sense. He's like, a hen mallard full-body field decoy is the most worthless decoy it's ever gone. made. Because, yeah, it's their gone. natural paint scheme is meant to blend in. Yeah. It's like, you, they're, you, I never really thought him. of that. You wouldn't see them. So I, I only brilliant. use Canada. It's like it's when I field hunt, I ducks only will come. Ducks will decoy. Ooh, Even diver birds. decoys. I've had plenty of people telling me, like, the best diver duck spread is a large honker spread on the water. Yeah. They're black and white. Yeah. They're big. They stick yeah. out. I mean, they look like. Divers a, are not. They picky. look like oversized. No. Oversized. Blue bills. Bill blue, yeah. Blue yeah. bills are oversized. Bill blues. Bill blues. They're flying Bill in blues. at <laughs> eight, you know, Hey, Bill. Mock. We miss you here. Yeah. <laughs> they're flying through at Mach 10 anyways. You're like, right. they're going to see the blue bill and know You're them. Right. And they're just, they're strafing your decoys. They don't usually even land. They just, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, what's this? Can't oh, shoot pass, you're pass shooting them. So, but we it, to get back to what I was saying there, the you get a field spread, and most of these guys, I mean, there's we get asked every day when we're coming out with field ducks. Every single day, wow. guys believe that you do need ducks in field. So you get you, you get these guys that want to move to a field. They buy a dozen or two of what we have. And instead of going and spending three hundred dollars for field ducks, everybody has duck floaters. I don't care who you are; you got duck floaters somewhere. Yeah, you're that's, waterfall hunter. Agreed. Chances are that's you where got these guys somewhere. kill it. You know, yeah, agreed. Forty dollars, you you now have twelve field decoys to mix in with your gym shoes. I mean, it's and our companies work together great. So how did in the that I got the gym shoe. Like when I the first time I saw it, and I, I know you guys get this at least thirty four percent of the time. Are these made from recycled gym shoes? They no, are not made from recycled gym shoes. Not. So where that the is a story. fuck did that name well, come from? That is a story the owners tell, and, and they, they really need well. to tell it. They need to tell it because we're going to butcher it. We are going to butcher it. So what do we got? How do I, what do I got to do to get the owners of gym shoe on we, this podcast? We can call him on call the phone him? right yeah. now. Nah, he's not going to answer right now. No, he's with his family. So we're going to down there in January and do a hunt. Yeah. Will they be there? Yeah, uh, yeah we'll make well, sure they're there. Well, well, you're passing through Illinois to go it. to Ohio, so let's stop by and kill some deer. Yeah. It so is so a hard. very interesting story. I've heard it a couple Illinois. times. Yeah. It Illinois? is. Yeah, it's Illinois. But it's crazy yeah, how Illinois Illinois people have their own accent, isn't it? Like, you know what's oh crazier about that? Fucking Iowans. Iowans? It's the next state south of Minnesota, right? Yeah. If you're familiar you with it. You know that's Does a duck with a boner drag weeds? Damn straight it does. Why? When you hit Des Moines, you might as well be in Alabama. 
that suddenly they're all they have a southern drawl. Oh, like, hi, oh, sweetie. Yeah. What, what? Wait, what? What just happened? <laughs> Indiana. Yeah. You're too. in the northern half of the state Indiana. of this country. Like Southern? How, what? I don't understand. Come on, by Come us. on in by for us. your sweet you tea, I like, I like the Wyatt, the Wyatt Monster drinks. <laughs> the Wyatt, like Wyatt, like Wyatt Earp. Like, yes. <laughs> I haven't had that one yet. Is that like a new cowboy uh, yeah. flavor? What's that one taste <laughs> like? <laughs> I don't want, it tastes no, like I barbecue like and Budweiser. I like the Wyatt ones. And then when they try to they say it's slower, it doesn't help. No, the Wyatt. Yeah, you're still saying the same yeah. word. There's a Y in there. It's barbecue and Budweiser flavored, man. I don't. How did yeah. that? I mean, you get. I don't understand. Like, you're not from you the get south. Into, you get into Kentucky. Right. And That's it's not real the. Bad. Iowa's not the south. Yeah. No. Well, no, I was north. I mean, I'm afraid they were Yankees. There is. Not the uh, south. There's. There's quite a difference going from where you live in Ohio to where I live. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, out the there, so after, like after you get past all the past all the meth pipes, so, and you can okay, understand what they're saying. You're like in the same latitude as Iowa. Yeah. yeah, you don't have a southern. I mean, you have a little bit of a country boy accent, but I yeah. wouldn't call it southern accent. Right. But if you ask me to say you go the word dog west. or home, where home. I don't slow down, I say, hey, my, my dog just got that. My dog is my dog. My dog just got a little bit of it, but it's not nearly as, as thick exactly. as I, Iwegians. Yeah. Have, like, <laughs> That's too close to Widgeon. Let's it's not talk th- about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's super thick. So it's like if you were to look at it, if like if you just went made a map of the southern dialect, it'd be like straight across the Mason-Dixon line. Then this sharp, sharp spike all the way up in Iowa, straight back down, and then keep going. Well, it's, it's that it dead ends right at Nebraska because people I like in Nebraska doing is sounds like every other cowboy from New Mexico to Montana. <laughs> yeah. I, I What I like to do is go like just south of Columbus, like Grove City. Oh, and you get the dudes in Grove City, they're like, yeah, me and Pop down in the woods with my, my truck and my dog. And I'm like, bud, you live seven minutes from downtown Columbus. <laughs> we, Pull we your did. pants up, take yeah. your square toe boots off, and go to work. Yeah. <laughs> we done run all them dogs. Yeah, we uh, got my coon here. dogs out last night. Yeah. Me and Pop went down coon into hunting. the woods. Is that a thing here in Minnesota? Coon hunting. It yeah, it's not. a big thing. It's not. Big uh, thing. Big I'm thing good in for now, thank you. It's not a big thing. People do do it. It's not huge in Minnesota. There are there are some people that will run dogs, um, but it's not it's not big. It is a lot big. of trapping. We have a ton of coon, and this is the coon that people like the fur yeah. market wants. Big northern, big yeah. he- big heavies they call them. The heavy yeah. coons, real nice, dark. What about bobcats? You, know, you guys got bobcats? Oh yeah, we got bobcats. Oh, same thing. They're shit. the ones. They're you the pelts they want. We have coyotes. Same the, thing. I didn't even show you this video. So one of our pro staffers. And we have wolves. We got a shit pile of wolves here. Wolves. Yeah. One yeah. of our pro staffers this past year was out spring turkey hunting, and the bobcat are rare in Ohio. Yeah, I've got video of one deer hunting one time. Yeah, they're I mean, very. Well, they're rare. they're starting to be more popular. Like a lot more people are getting pictures of them. I got my video four years ago, and when I called it in, I was only like the ninth sighting in the county. I was. Oh wow. So I watched one chase a red squirrel when I was out bow hunting. It was cool. one yeah, of the coolest but things no, I've this, ever seen. This pro staffer that I have on our team has a bobcat damn near touch his boot. I blew his face off. Not a lot of shoot him in Ohio, but I would have felt yeah. threatened. I no. could have stuck that thing in the tree, but I, the season wasn't open yet. Oh, oh mean, you guys actually have a season on yeah, You can shoot them? Yeah, you can hunt them. Yeah, so some people, like, you guys can only trap them, right? No, Wyoming, I, you can only trap them. I, I only know that because... I was on a mule deer hunt, and the guide said, he said, hey, if you happen to see a bobcat. Pop that motherfucker. Tra- you can only trap him here. I'm like, yeah, like I'm going to see a freaking bobcat. <laughs> I then, wasn't in the st- no. we were tree stand hunt. I wasn't in the stand 10 minutes in a bobcat walk. Watch, watch it down wow. here by this, by this tree root. 
is this? This is exciting podcasting as we're watching. Oh, wow. Oh, check that shit out. Yeah, literally right next to his boot. Oh, that is a badass picture right there. Right? Oh, cute little kitty. So while I was sitting, I'm, this is when I first got into bow hunting. I had, like, the Last old week. style camel jacket, you know, like those rounded edges, patchy, you know, oh, brown. Oh, yeah, and shoulder pads. Brown, green, black, whatever. Never Blue seen jeans. those before. Blue jeans. <laughs> that is, hey, but you're I got a gym shoe kind of guy. You so are I, a gym I, shoe kind of guy. I was sitting at the base of a tree. I was sitting at the base of a tree, bow in hand, and just trying to be still. And I'll see this cat coming out of the swamp. And I'm looking at it, and I'm hunting my buddy's property. And I'm cat. I, wanna, I don't recognize that cat. I don't know whose cat that is. And it just was not in my mind that it would be a bobcat. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell's cat? That? And it's closer. I'm like, Jesus Christ, that's a big cat. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's a bobcat. By the time I, like, the moment I realized it was a bobcat, it's like, that's when the dog fight in air quote, like, it, it took off after a red squirrel. And it was just fucking chaos for, like, five minutes. It's just up a tree, down a tree, around a tree. Shit's huh. just flying oh, everywhere. No cool. So he goes up this tree right in front of me, about 15, 20 yards. And that, and then the, the squirrel went up the tree, but jumped to another tree, and he ditched him. And then so the bobcat knew, like, he's gone. Game over. Yeah, so you, you, you won this round. Cat and mouse, he just hung on that tree right in front of me for like 10, 15 seconds. He's sitting there just, looking at them Levi's. He's, and he's just like, like, man, I want them Levi's. Yeah, that was a lot of effort for no payoff. I mean, that was kind of his thing. He's yeah. like, ah. The whole time, like, I could stick you to that tree right now, but the season is not open. And I was actually going to taxidermy school at the time, so I'm like, ah, damn it. <laughs> I went, uh, I was out deer hunting, and I had my bow with me. And well, that's always good. <laughs> Funny guy. <laughs> um, <coughs> so anyway, I'm standing up on top of this coal pile just to kind of get a lay of the land. It's a land that I hadn't hunted much before, so I just wanted to see, you know, which way you know the ravines were running and everything like that. And had a uh, a, bl- or a a gray squirrel just standing on a log down below, and I was like, "Should I shoot it? No, yeah, no, fuck it, I'm gonna shoot it, and uh, just throw an arrow at it, field tip, blah blah blah, and stuck this gray squirrel directly through the chest, and then hit right into the tree, and I that arrow is still there to this day. <laughs> like, I cannot pull, times. I cannot yeah. pull that goddamn arrow out. You shoot a field out. tip into a tree. It's over. Yeah. That, that's, it's living there. That I, arrow now lives there. Yeah, it is. It is gone. And I mean, ten thousand years from now, some archaeologist is going to find that tree yeah. and be like, "Look at these primitive hunters." And <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a great they had to battle hunt for here. food. Yeah, yeah, this must have been these before we took hunter gatherers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this was the gathering place of the smart ones. <laughs> this was before Chicago laws came across the United <laughs> States. <laughs> but no, they uh, it. it I'm I'm a decent shot with my bow. Like I'm not going to brag about that, but world world it, famous world, world champion. Yeah, world champion. Universal decent champion. shot with mine until I forgot to put an arrow in it when I was target practicing mm. and dry fired it, and now my string blew up. So I got to oh, get that shit. fixed. Yeah. Oh shit! Like four weeks before. I'm hoping not. We'll find out when they put it on the press. Bet you it crushed him. I've done don't that say, twice. Don't say that. My cans look like C's. God damn it! The one time. I was like, I got, I want a new Matthews bow. So um, Trent Cole plays for the, he played for the Colts and then went to the Eagles or the other way around. He's from Ohio and he put on his big contest in Ohio. Who could like his page? Get the, I won. I want a brand new Matthews chiller. Comes in the mail. I'm like, man, this thing's so easy to hold. I hold it with my pinky. Dry oh. fired it. Both cans. Instantly. Oh. Oh, you know, yeah. The worst part about this is that, like, so 
I, I wrote a little thing up on my page. It's like I'm not even going to hide behind this bonehead move. I might as well just get it out there. Hopefully somebody else doesn't Hunts make education. fucking mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So how it went down is I went out and I was trying to shoot every day. Like I, need, I, I told myself I'm going to shoot at least 25 arrows a day, which isn't even that many. No, that's not bad. So I'm like, so it was a Sunday morning. So we were getting ready to go somewhere. I had a lot on my mind, you know, some business stuff, some family stuff. Was just a lot, I was just really distracted. So I get out there, and I'm, I'm missing. I'm missing bad, but I'm consistently missing. Like, if I was just going to take a picture of the grouping, be like, that's pretty impressive. Right. Except I wasn't naming there. <laughs> so I'm like, there, something fundamentally is wrong. Like, I'm not yeah. doing something the same. Th- I'm doing the same thing wrong every time. Yeah. So I got to figure that out. So I'm, like, or I'm like, all right, let's just reset. Stand there. Take a deep breath. All right. Legs, shoulder, shoulder length apart. Get my hand at the right angle, palm, handle. Put it on there. Come to full draw. Got my anchor. Everything's great. Yep. Feel it here. Feel it here. Set Pop. my pin. Keep my breathing under control. Wait till that pin settles. Touch that trigger. Clang. Never put a fucking arrow in there. Oh, Man. God. I was so concentrated. I was, like, so distracted, but yet trying to focus on my form. Missed, like, the most important fucking part and just didn't never knock the arrow. It is Just never knock the arrow, right? It's almost important. <laughs> yeah, it really helps. Yeah, that's it basically <laughs> going deer hunting without your bow. Yeah, it's yes. our most important is going without your, with your Pretty bow. Pretty much. 34% of the time, that, yeah. you're going to have more so success. Bad? That arrow doesn't weigh that much. Why, why is it so? It's the resistance against the springs. So when you're coming forward, I mean, I have a fallaway rest. What fucking resistance? No. Right. Well, it's like the, the weight on the making, string. I mean, I get slowing the kinetic energy it, of the string. But I don't get it. I get. Like, you're right. It's stupid. You know what I mean? Like it's absolutely yeah. stupid the fact that, that that does that much arrow, damage. It works perfectly without this super light ass fucking arrow. All hell breaks yeah. fucking loose because the energy has to go somewhere. And, and your it still doesn't, doesn't seem. It still doesn't seem like forward. it should be that bad. But it is. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever seen the video of that guy? He's like trying to show off for his girlfriend. Pulls the bow back and he puts his head in it. Mm-hmm. Snaps back and he takes the slide oh. right in the ear Ouch. hole. Oh, fucking oh. ow! Like, hey, you well, go. you deserved it for one. Cause yeah, don't don't be a dumbass. All right. First off, oh, well, that, that was, was a dumbass. But it, yeah. So moral of <laughs> story is, um, don't shoot your bow if you're not focused. Because it's gonna be potentially expensive. It's still, it's gonna be at least as expensive as a new string. But uh, it could potentially bucks, be yeah. even more. You yeah. should never shoot anything that has the possibility to hurt somebody. Not focused. Oh, thank Bo- you. Bows. Sorry, Mother Teresa. Bows yeah. are just important as weapons. It is a weapon. It well, is here's a weapon. The thing. How is that not a weapon? I meant a gun. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. Like, you know, the thing that, like, I lived with my grandma for years. And she told me, you know, a car is a loaded handgun. You're right. And if you're not focused when you're driving your car, you're going to cause just that's why we have damage. this distracted driving. I mean, Minnesota yep. just became a hands-free state. We don't have that. So now you even just talk, you got to use Bluetooth or a yeah. headset or something. Yeah. So, so but that also couples with in Minnesota, you can only if you're using a headset, it can only have one ear. Can't be. Well, you don't want to block out the sirens. Yeah, you got to be able to hear sirens. So yeah. um, that's been on the that's been on the books. We don't have that. That's been on the, that's been on the books for a long time. Like you can have one head like if your okay radio's broken that. you want to listen to your headphones you can but you can only have one right. ear covered um, not, but that yeah. couples with the hands-free thing so you gotta, yeah and I, i'm perfectly fine with that because you know you can still eat your big mac i can only imagine what you've That's seen fine. come into the er 
Well, no, it's not even through the ER away. because uh, my most recent job was through a mobile intensive care unit. So I take these patients out of hospitals that are dead or dying Oof. or trying to die on you. And they have Nobody's trying to die. Oh, no, Some they're people all, are. They, they really yeah. are. And you have, you know, you're on life support, and I have seven IV drips, and I have tubes coming out of your chest and, you know, every orifice that we can. And we throw our lights. We throw our lights and sirens on, and we're running down I-70 at, you know, 85, 90 miles an hour. And you have this person just riding in front of you, and they have, they have their earphones, and they don't give just a fuck. Going. They're just they're there. Yeah. The good news is in Ohio, you get some serious trouble for ignoring emergency signals like that. Serious trouble. Same thing. I, I think this is probably nationwide, too. But, and still, so many people don't do it, but, you know, you're supposed to get over in that lane. To yeah. the right. Yeah. To yeah. The get right. over to we the right. Just a few months ago, we had two troop, state troopers die this. a day apart from each other yeah. because of that. They well, were on ours the side in here no is like to the left over. or whatever lane the emergency vehicle isn't in. Because generally, in Minnesota at least, they pull you over on the right. Yeah. Yes. So you got to get in the far left lane. Yes. One lane away. Because, I mean, some you know we have some freeways that are three, four, yeah. know, even whatever, five lanes wide at times. So just you got to give them a lane. Right. right. If you can. If it's rush hour traffic, slow down. you can't because you just. Slow down or, or pull over. Yeah. Or, yeah. or move over. Slow down and move over. It's usually like when they have somebody pulled over, you got to get. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got to give them that lane. Yeah, so I remember that was good. during the Indiana show. Yeah. Yeah, it happens here all yeah. the time, too. People, I mean, they, they take out. I, yeah, mean, no. every, I think everybody's seen those videos where, you know, troopers almost get wiped out. And it's yeah. like, oh, Well, you don't, see the, you don't see the videos of the troopers oh, the ones do getting do wiped get out hit, because, yeah. you know, they we died. live in this you know, very sensitive culture now, and we're not going to show any death Dude, or dying. You know, and this is <laughs> open a can of words here, but I was looking at Instagram today, and there was it was just, it was, you know, you have the sensitive com. It's all blurred out. Yeah. It's like sensitive content. Click here to see it. I clicked on it. You, you know what the fuck it was? It was a chick who had caught a muskie, and she was pulling into the boat. That's not. That's fuck not sensitive about that. Yeah. yeah it's fishy. The only thing I could think of is that you could kind of see the gills a little bit. And, and so somebody bleeding. who didn't know the fuck they were looking uh, at saw that they were red, maybe oh, thought it was oh a fish bleeding. Oh, my God. And oh then reported God. it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And could if you don't you, do that. How the fuck is that sensitive content? You're right. Did Jesus you see the video Christ. where the guy's fishing on the bridge, and he's got his fish in like a pail? Oh, and, and the guy goes and sets it free or whatever. And goes and throws it back. Nut job. I'd have, I'd have punched him straight. I'd in the have thrown throat. that motherfucker right over the bridge. Charged yeah, my you know what the worst part? The worst part about that is that you'd be the one charged in with trouble. assault. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would deserve it. I think the point. guy in that video did it the right way. Yeah, I mean, you know, call the cops, get him out there, and because that guy ended up getting a ticket. Yeah, that, there, we have Hunter. An harassment. angler harassment laws for a reason. I agree. You're not breaking the law. You just I because agree. you have some disnified fucking mentality well, of how fish nature works. Fish are not food. They're friends. Yeah, They're fish friends. are friends. Friends, not fish food. Are friends, not food. You're yeah, right. Yeah, no. Fish taste delicious. That's what we're indoctrinating our kids with. You watch them yeah, goddamn cartoons. Fish are friends, yeah. not food. But you also need to teach them just keep swimming. You know what? Right past that you know shit. Also, does a fucking grow in the ocean? Lettuce. So what's that shark supposed to fucking eat? You're right. Yeah, you know. Fish eat other fucking fish. My dinner consists of what a vegan, like, my animals, my dinner eats your dinner. dinner. Yeah, yeah. You know, like. Here's another fun fact. You know, most, the uh, majority, and way more than 34% of Ooh. the sand on a beach is parrotfish poop. 43%. Because parrotfish eat coral heads. And when they shit out, they obviously don't process that calcium. Right. It just comes out, and they crunch it all up. comes out as little That's bits of crushed coral. So, <laughs> so you're walking. When anymore. you go to the beach and you lay on the beach, you're having sex on the beach. You're having sex on parrotfish shit. 
what's the what's the white stuff in bird shit? Oh, it's oh, shit. Yeah. It's just shit. It's, it's shit. White. Yeah. It's shit. White, <laughs> white shit. White it's shit. white shit. So, no, um, on the way in, so we had a 12-and-a-half-hour drive in from you Ohio. I had a 12-and-a-half-hour drive in. I had a 12-and-a-half-hour drive in. flight. Um, <laughs> and I listened to you know, the old. <laughs> he didn't have to pull a trailer. Um, <laughs> Put the trailer to the plane, pal. Put it in the stairway. <laughs> but, uh, so I was listening to The Meat Eater with Tom Rinelli, uh, his podcast and things like that. Steve Ranella. Yes. Yes. Tom Ranelli? Is that like the <laughs> Italian? What the fuck is that? Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, Maybe. I like to eat the meat. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Put the pepperoni like on the sausage. And like you, have to put, you have to put your fingers together yes. and hold it up when yeah. you talk If you're Italian. listening, you got to know. Regardless. Do regardless. I like the, uh, the, the eye fat of the caribou. <laughs> so I have never I have never been a podcast kind of person until the ride in. But today. Uh, Huh? And today. And today. And today. And today. Did, I br- did I break podcast cherries again today? Yeah. Yes, you yeah. I'm on sure an did. epic roll with this. Break. You're, you're, you're doing very well. Doing good. Um, Love it. So the we were talking about sand dunes and things like that. And you know how you know you have mice and Midwestern mice. Oh, are I going heard to be this one. This is very – go ahead. Yeah, you have Midwestern mice, yeah. and they're usually yep. a brown in color. Well, the owls over time have, you know, they have come to just pretty much extinguish any white mice. Because you have a brown mice on a brown... White you know, mouse on a brown background. Yeah, a white mouse on a brown background, such as your leaves and things like that. They're going to pick those out nine times out of ten. But then they take the same mice and they recreate this entire you know, this entire scenario where they have these white mice on sand dunes and things like that. And these these owls are there... They, they can't find those white mice. So they're going in. They're starting to pick off all of the yeah, brown mice. Yeah, they're jacking the dark ones. Yeah. And what, this wasn't an experiment that the peop, that scientists did. This is just an area of the country that Nature. because of these white sands, over yeah. time, you go out to that area. This is the same species. Same and I remember, species. They, they never mutation. answered this one. So I, Steve was about to ask about the Linnaean nomenclature, if they had the same. So if they were actually were treating them as a separate subspecies or if they were the same species, but he got cut off and they never went back to right. it. Right. Um, right, but I believe that they're the exact same species of mice, mm-hmm. but in that colors. area, they're different colors. But that is how you break off. That's how evolution works. That's how yes. you get different subspecies because that takes place for a long enough period of time, the genetic gap will widen. And you know what scares the shit out of me? We're the lesser side, and the humans. You know, I mean, I hate to say Speak it. Speak for yourself, bro. No, listen. Yeah. Yeah. What I you mean, see my I hate penis? to see it in a in hundred years. I hate to say it, but the country is going to be full of the, that millennial, the millennial mentality. It's only going to get worse. Uh, what it does, yes though, is it no. allows it allow. You're going to see a greater gap between like haves and haves nots. Like the people, they're still even in your your generation. You. Poor shit generation. Oh, I fucking get it, bud. If but I listen, could switch to Gen not, X, I you're would. You're not even. You're not even as bad as the current one coming up. No, the current one coming up is just the worst. Yeah. That's what I mean, though. But Fortnite. guess, guess what? The next one after that's going to be. That's what I'm saying. It's worse. only going to keep getting worse. Yeah. And in a hundred years, when we're all well, dead, what what kind of world are we leaving? Yeah, there's going to be some cataclysmic events going to wipe us out, set us back to hunters and gatherers, and then it's going to be. People that know how to actually find food in the wild, they're going to be the kings. Well, of the that world. was that was part of the. the it's going to happen. O- it happened before. It's going to happen again. The it's opening, inevitable. the opening part of that podcast, which I think was called like what antlers, you know, animal weapons, something, animal something. weapons. I think, yeah. yeah. Um, but that was you know World War Three. It doesn't matter what the weapons are in World War Three. 
but World War Four will be shot, you know, will be completed with sticks and stones because there will be some However, type of... However, and I'm, gr- I'm so glad you brought this up because when I listened to that episode, I'm like, I actually disagree with that statement. So that was a... Um, that was an Einstein quote. That was. And so Einstein, you know, he said, I don't know how World War Three will be fought, but I know that World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. Yes. That's not true. And I'm going to tell you why it's not true. All right. Because Learn me. what he's trying, what he was saying is that we're, World War Three is going to be so drastic mm-hmm. that it, it wipes, wipes out. out almost everybody. So we're back to hunters and gatherers. When you're back to hunters and gatherers, there isn't going to be a World War. You're right. Until we get to the technological advancement again, where we can now travel the world and interact with peoples across the world to get in a world war. You're right. We're going to have more advanced weapons at that point in time. So, no, it will not be fought with sticks and stones. It's going to be fought with muskets. Fought with muskets. Take that, Einstein. I, yeah. No, it does make it does make very Fuck good you, sense. Einstein. Yeah, what we a had, moron. Yeah, we had this Comb talk, hair. <laughs> and we had you know this talk, you know, with just the social media outreach over the last you know fifty years, hundred hundred and fifty years. I'm good. So We're when good. uh, Ooh, I almost dropped. I still got a couple swallows. Oh, I'm good. sorry. So, are you closing out? I'm sorry. Yes, I'm done. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So when, you know, Abraham Lincoln was then, you know, elected into president in, you know, 1861 or whatever year it was. Four score and seven years ago about. Yeah, it's pretty much. percent of the <laughs> But the people in New York. Now it's the, coming obvious. The people in New York hadn't <laughs> known at that moment, like, hey, Abraham Lincoln won. People in California took three, four, five, seven weeks to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. but to figure the people it out. in Nebraska were celebrating. Were they? Yeah, it was Land th- Lincoln, pal. Yeah, but do they did they know at that moment? He well, now we up, have Buddy picked up at that time. Picked up his iPhone. <laughs> oh yeah, and see, and that's the called thing. Betsy Ross. It. <laughs> and that's yeah, right now, <laughs> right now in today's technology, we know when Instant. Donald Trump takes a shit. Or, you well, it's because he tells everybody. Well, yes, yeah. that's true. But I, you know, I gotta know about what my they, oh my god, the, the president hasn't taken Just a shit in three in days. Deuce, still smarter than AOC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like true. That. <laughs> but the shit in the so toilet is, the is smarter than AOC. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that lady. Yeah, that is, that has come to, you know, at what point does she technology. Now, what you point buddy, does you guys aren't much really better with Ileana Malala. Trust me, I know. You probably Just voted like for it. Just like the Viking her. thing. I know. It's my <laughs> state, bro. You don't have to remind me. <laughs> well, I know. I'm from Illinois. What boy, about that so woman? What about I the know. woman running against her? Yeah, we had your 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 guy was our president for a few years. Mm. Yeah. Thanks true. for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, right out of your no, fucking hope. shithole. Hope. hope. Hope and change. He was Kenyan. <laughs> he was Hawaiian. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, the best thing about Obama, in my opinion, is and I don't like gone. to get too Is that he's gone. That, <laughs> is that he didn't really do a lot. He didn't do nothing. He didn't really do a lot. No. I mean, that, and in my started, opinion, the best disagree. presidents don't do a lot. Because because they just if you're fuck t- the if shit. you're putting best president and Obama in the same category, I'm getting no, I'm walking I'm the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> I can't I handle that. For him. My heart would explode. I said something. I like just that. don't no. have the, he made I don't have a so lot of many. I don't have a lot of faith in whoever takes that off. Agreed. And it, there's it, so it, many other wheels spinning, so many other shit puppets. going on. But it doesn't it's, it's just not, it doesn't actually fall onto the president. It falls onto no. the house and it falls onto the senate. And he can only do like I equally agree like. The Affordable Care Act, as a nurse, yeah, that was terrible. Dumber than fuck. Stupid. Dumber than fuck. Yeah. My whole thing, like, and now we're putting universal health care. Here's the thing, we'll, we'll get a little political here, just because we've we been political. Oh, we all got, night. we got, 
music starting here. We'll get close to wrap this up. So here's Thank my you. take on this. Here's what I want to know why nobody is talking about. I do believe that this nation is great enough and is wealthy enough that we probably could Jim have Davis. free health care for all. But it can't sure. just be an open checkbook. Agreed. It can't just be, we're going to, yep, we're covering it. Why is our health care so expensive? We have an unchecked industry right now with health care. From hospital, hospital, hospital. If you just call around, you could, do, you could do this experiment tomorrow. Call around, say, I'm not insured. I'm paying out of pocket for this knee surgery. How much is a, a knee reconstruction surgery? You are going to get however many hospitals you call that number, different prices. Every yeah. bit of it. It's arbitrary. They just like, ah, uh, 33 grand sounds like a good number. Yeah. So right. it's not following any industry. There's no, like, cost analysis. Industry there's no, standards. Like, there are no just, industry standards. There's no industry standards. They're just, they're yeah. just literally picking a number. Well, so and because and here's the other problem: once you have guaranteed money, they're going to raise their prices. You're right. That that you can look in history for that. Same thing with health with uh, oh, free yeah. tuition. You want to talk about free tuition? Oh. I might be able to get on board with that, but only if we regulate why our universities universities so fucking expensive. It's yeah. a monopoly. As soon as in Nixon, both, in both as scenarios, soon as Nixon passed getting guaranteed student loans on a federal level. That's when it started to climb. And as soon here's as you have guarantee money to any industry, yeah. that industry is going to push that dollar amount up and up and up and up and up and oh, up. Oh, every up. bit of it. Because it's no longer being driven by the market. It's no longer being driven by the consumers. No. The consumers have been taken out of it. The government's opening the checkbook. It's like, well, They're this is guaranteed money. Yeah. We it's might no as well last for as much as we can. It's no yeah. different in my industry if a tornado comes through and rips your deck off your house. If I'm giving you the cost, it's $25 a square foot. If I'm giving the insurance company the cost, I mean, exactly. it's whatever the, the, in, the problem is in my industry. And I don't agree with that either. That the insurance bullshit. company tells you what they're willing to pay. I don't have to give them a bid. I don't have to give them a bid because the insurance company is going to call me and say, oh, well, you know, other people have given us bids, and we're paying them $50 a square foot, so that's what we're going to pay you. That's double my price. Now, am I going to say, nah, you better only pay me 25 Yeah, don't don't pay me that much. Yeah, no. Get but out it's, of here. It's, right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and the problem with the scenario Nixon passed is the government is more than willing to give you $200,000 to go to school and never be able to pay it back, but you can't go get a $10,000 loan to start a business. Well, and the other bullshit part is that that student loan you can't claim bankruptcy on it mm. that, right. that that's you're 18 years old making decisions you have no business making yeah. for the rest of your fucking life and you're stuck with it yep every bit of you it. wanted to go to harvard to be yeah. an underwater basket weaving professor <laughs> yeah <laughs> what the fuck yeah and then longer burger went out of business i mean it's stupid so i mean so again going back to my original point like i could be on board for healthcare for all. I could be on board for free tuition, but only Controlled. if you first solve the problem of why it's so fucking expensive in the first place. You're yeah. right. You solve that, I 100% think this country has enough money. I agree. You're right. But they're not doing it, and nobody's fucking talking about it. Oh, no, I would. They're then. just going to open the fucking checkbook. What do you think is going to happen? It's going to go even higher. The same yeah. So reason. the next generation, you're passing on an even bigger burden to the next to, right. to the That's next why generation. You, just, you, you, know, you just legalize medical marijuana and you tax the shit out of it and you pour yourself Bro, out. Legalize all of it. Well, in Ohio, in all Ohio, it. It don't, was don't legalize all of it. All of it. Heroin? They're doing it anyways. Listen, the, the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Meth has been very illegal for a very long fucking time, and that problem continues to grow. So I why agree. not try? Why I, not try? Listen, why not legalize everything? You tax it. You could have anonymous. Um, 
Rehabilitation, is that the right the right word? No. Uh, rehabilitation works. Okay, whatever. You get, go get clean. Rehab. Rehab. Yeah. yeah, rehabilitation. I guess all right. So you go free rehab clinics all around the country, completely anonymous. Check yourself in, check yourself out. And that would be paid for by the taxes of all these drugs. You want to go to Walgreens and get your fucking meth, you go to Walgreens and get your meth. So, and if you think about it, and during the alcohol um, coalition, when they banned alcohol throughout the states, look at how... I mean, Thank everybody, you. everybody was drinking. You know, you read, you read the history books and you learn about it. When they banned it, it was, it was a need. So I think you're right. You know, you legalize all this shit. It, what does it matter? You legalize all this shit, prison population goes down 80%. Well, there'll yeah. only be thirty-four percent of prisoners <laughs> left. Yeah. But no, I mean, I get. I mean, meth is shitty, heroin's shitty, all that shit. But I mean, our opiate crisis. But if you legalize it, I, I, it would go down. I guarantee it. It probably would. You're gonna People see, only you're gonna do have, it because it's illegal. Like it, yeah, they get their high have, off. I don't. I don't think that when you that's have that the only act. reason people do it. But there is generally a subset section of the population that definitely does it because they're not supposed to. When you have that, you're always going to have that. Here's the thing. Even but if what, it's legal, are, what are your costs related to? It. Say you have that heroin addict that, you know, he shoots up, you know, blacks our heroin. He jumps in his car and he just takes out a fucking bus full of, you know, churchgoers. So they're they doing that already. What's I mean, the difference? Kind of the they point. do that. They do what's that. What's the difference already? in the guy that legally goes to the bar, gets drunk, and on his way home kills a mom and kid because he was he drove drunk? What's the difference? Uh, I mean, I, I just the the hard, the marijuana, fine with legalize that shit. But the heroin, a, the meth, the cocaine. No pun intended. It's a hard pill to swallow. Like, yeah. Like, legalizing all drugs, I that's get why it. why they sniff it. Like, that, that's <laughs> – or shoot it. That's a hard – I mean, that, that's, no, that's I a just, tough concept to grasp. But I, I feel like for the as economy? a grown adult, as as a adult person, you should have the inherent right to manage your own body. But it's survival of the fittest. that means your right to protect yourself when it, as, it, as it pertains to the Second Amendment – you, you have a right to protect yourself. If, if my life's in danger, I, I don't need well you to tell me it's okay if I, to defend, to protect my life. If a tiger gets in danger, it attacks. And it kills whatever's so attacking it, it. Why, If I want to take myself out by drinking Drano, who's the government say I can't do that? You're right. Well, you can. You still, like, you take some asshole in an ambulance to try to save you, but you can or do whether it. it's whatever. Once you take that out into public, like, and I'm like, if this is even possible, I'm like an extreme libertarian. So it's like, if you, what, I don't care what you do. I really don't it's care your what life. your hobbies are. I don't care what you do. I don't care what you consume. It's only until what your choices do affects me. affect somebody else. Right. So if you take meth. If you shoot up this, or you shoot up that, or whatever, or you take a gun and you go out with ill will to shoot somebody else, you are now you have crossed. You agreed, hundred percent. Way over that line 100%. from personal liberty to affecting everybody else's personal liberty of life, pursuit, or happiness. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter, in my opinion. Like, it's it's not stopping him. It's been it's as illegal as it can possibly be, and the problem is growing. Well, that's your gun laws in Chicago. Yeah, it's a perfect we, analogy. We have, you know, we have the high. You, know, you have the yeah. highest gun yeah, laws. Way to go, jackass! And you have the <laughs> highest <laughs> murder rate. If you're in Chicago, listen to this. We apologize, but fucking Chicago. I didn't Chicago. do it. <laughs> well, someone's got to be to blame. You're the only one here from Chicago, so True. I guess it's you. But yeah, then you have those people that say, "Oh, it's not Chicago's fault. It's Gary, Indiana's," because they can just oh drive over the border. Probably Gary. I've been to Gary, Indiana. It's a shithole. Yeah. 
We just hit what we're aiming at. It's possible. It could be. Ohio, they so do. Gun control is having two hands on it. Right? When, when you go back into the, you know, the drugs gonna, and everything. Are we going to get the story of how you hurt your ring finger on your uh, oh, he shoved it tendonitis. Wow. Yeah, it's he's tendonitis. kind of a <laughs> anal finger <laughs> Wow. <laughs> wow. Maybe later if you want to try it. Hey, All right. Well, sign hey, me up. Keep the like I said, on. I'm an extreme libertarian. Whatever you guys want to <laughs> do at your own time, as long as, as, long as this is a consensual an agreement? No, I'm we're not we're here to judge. They don't call me duck for nothing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to the duck. I'm not here to judge. I mean, I am judging you, but that's not why I'm here. I well, just, yes, I'm of course. That's not why I'm doing it. But so yeah. no, I, I have no idea. I woke up one day, it hurt, and yeah. it just keeps getting worse every day and every day. But so, that's a weird finger to like, like. There's no so like, I go to the hospital. So this morning, like, like, it was real bad. Like it was unbearable. So I go to the hospital this morning before these guys wake up. The lady says, "Well, do you use your hands a lot?" <laughs> no, I use my feet. Yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right? Nah, as little as possible. But you're right. You know, I'm a builder, swing a hammer, use nail guns all day. But what the hell does my ring finger have to do yeah, with that? Well, like my index finger, that? my thumb, my, even my middle finger. But I'm not holding nails between right. my ring finger and my fucking pinky. That's crazy. But while we're getting music, is gonna start bleeding. Let's wrap this. We are over two hours anyway, so wow. that was, that was hey. pretty fun. We did good. You guys did good. This was this was pretty good. It's kind of crazy. Said things. I even said a few things. That's yeah. pretty. It's, it's kind of crazy. Somebody's gonna sit down and listen to this whole fucking thing. They will. I, pro- I promise you, they will. Maybe. Hopefully. No, I promise Brandon you, they will. will. On his way home. He's got a twelve-hour drive. I have what twelve, have 12 and a half-hour drive. You might as well yes. just download all full scales catalog. I already got them. Point. I already got them. Good. We're There's some good ones in there. The Joe, you'll like the Joe Heinz and, and uh, Nick Johnson one, one okay. on there together. I have them both individually, but then we have one together. That one's pretty good. All right, I'm just yeah. going to go ahead and add that to <laughs> yeah, the queue list. So you, but anyway, so just to wrap it up, you know, we, we duck hunting and hunting in general, we kind of touched on this multiple times. It's, hunting in general is just going the wrong direction. It's going to be – it's a monetary it, – it, it's becoming a rich man's sport. I don't care if you're hunting rabbits or if you're hunting buffalo and – it, it's crazy. It, it, it's it as expensive as you want it to be. Right. You know, but there's that keeping up with the Joneses aspect you're of it. Right. It's like you feel like a lesser hunter if you don't have the biggest and best. Because well, you're looking on social media, this guy's got this decoy, and this guy's got this decoy. Right. i got to have that decoy. Yeah. But, but it's up to you. as You don't have to do that. Like we said earlier, like you can use black and white blocks. Right. And still kill geese right. if Put you trash bags on sticks, you know. If you I mean, want to do it. If you're where the geese want to be, I don't, you can sit out there and naked. Yeah. Without right. even without that, people decoy. bitching that like big thing here is like leases. People are like, we well, can't get on in the good fields because all the shit's leased. That is bullshit. I hunt on non-lease stuff all the time. Well, and that, that's true, but as a hunter and as a conservationist, as we are, eh, the leasing thing is bullshit. The way that is moving, I don't. I mean, I what just, happened see, to them? If, if, if they're unless you want to do away with guiding, because if if you want to run a guiding an outfitter, you can't leave. You've got clients booking out in advance. You can't leave the chance if you're going to get permission for that field or not. And I it's understand that. It's only good business to lock that stuff up yeah. with an open but checkbook. But around Craig and around me, that, that it gets really abused. You know, it, a guy watches a father and son hunt a field that they've hunted their whole life. The second they pull out, he goes to the farmer and offers them $5,000. That's bullshit. It, it shouldn't be a money. It's, it, the Indians didn't have to pay to go out and shoot deer. They walked out on any piece of property that had woods on it, and they shot a deer. Yeah, they scalped women, too. Well, well, well. That's, there was actually a guy that was scalped and lived, so <laughs> it's okay. I mean, we covered that last night. We covered we that, cover last that last night. <laughs> well, we at the, at the end of the day, I guess the point that I'm making is, I mean, as everything moves towards the bigger and the better $10,000 to duck hunt, 
that's where we really shine. You know, we we want to give the the younger generation or even I mean the less fortunate. You know, a guy that goes out and works forty hours a week, only makes ten dollars an hour, but loves duck hunting. Yeah. He can't afford an eight hundred dollar yeah. a dozen Get set of decoys. You go in on it, right? Well, I mean, you, you got to answer for everything. But you don't have to. I mean, the point is, I mean, I'm on your side. You don't have to have. DSDs. You're right. You don't right. have and that's, to. I mean, that's where our I get, products. I get we're driven by social media. Everybody's addicted to their phones. They're looking at all this stuff. Let's, you don't have to. If, 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 if money is a barrier for you, there's definitely ways around it. Don't let yeah. that be a barrier for you for getting into the sport. Right. You know, yeah. go out. Get, Agreed. Buy Agreed. used ones on Craigslist if you can. I, find I, a buddy. Like most, I always find, take people hunting. Dude, same here. Yeah. Yeah. Find I, mean, I, I would say I can't take everybody and their brother hunting, and he, but if I have an open seat, well, and that's, uh, you I'm know. I'm not going to, you know. So this I will teach everybody in the world how to hunt like I do. I got no problem and doing that. Yeah. At, you know, as a hunter, you get to that point that, you know, you want to go out and you want to shoot limits. Well, at first you want to go out and you want to shoot a bird. And then you want to go out and you want to shoot your limits. And then you just, you want to go out and you want to shoot limits for multiple people. And then you want to go out and if you don't fire your gun. Yeah, you there's, there's, other people there's a natural this. progression of the hunter, and there's been like, a lot of articles written on yeah. that. Yeah, that's pretty true. Yeah. And, that's, and I'm oh, yeah. kind of getting to that point, too, where it's like I like seeing other people have fun. I mean, that's why I got into uh, guiding fishing and, you know, and yeah, I guide goose hunts now, too. It's, it's like I like – I don't need to pull the trigger. Right. And I that's mean, the last uh, – I'm not going to say I don't enjoy it. I'm not, I mean, I still – obviously, oh, I still enjoy sure. it. You but see a bag of it's greater seeing that new hunter – the excitement on their face yeah. that they get with yeah, they that. get their new, their first yeah, right. band or their first mallet or their first, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Like introducing awesome. somebody to this sport and that was means more to me than than shooting any bird that's out there. And, and that the was hunt. the last, yeah. you know, the last, you know, twelve months of you and know everybody, of us. And everybody we did doing you know it. wounded warrior hunt, not wounded warrior, but freedom hunters. We did freedom hunter hunts. I took out probably five or six young guys that have never waterfowl hunted. And, we hunt my decoys and everything, and they they come out and they're just, they're blown away. Amazed. They see ducks work, and yeah, you know, they see geese work. And right. the one guy, the the one kid, like I, should I have a bunch of decoys sitting in my shed? And I just told him, I said, you want them? Come get them. Yeah, like, I did a post. I did a post. I think it was last year. Um, I just had a box of random floater duck floaters that i just wasn't using anymore and i'm like i'm just gonna get rid of these yeah and i just put a post in there i'm like hey anybody's got a kid that wants to get into it this a is kid free. that's the thing it's bring free the, to, free to the first kid that wants this stuff right you know and, and, that, and that's yeah, that's somebody awesome. answered it and i you know i ferreted it out to make sure it wasn't just somebody lying that they had yeah a kid I, oh, I, have, I have the 17 then, year old yeah, and and dropped them off you know, i mean it was probably there was two and a half dozen at least in there yeah a couple hundred bucks worth of decoys yeah. you made well, day when you got into duck hunting you probably started just like everybody else does and you start with you know you're buying the i literally had four mallard decoys like remington ones i bought singly from fleet farm here yeah and but you buy the quantity you buy the quantity first and then you start buying the quality and you well, start you know, I, didn't buy either. I bought six of the shitty ones <laughs> yeah you buy six <laughs> of the shitty ones and then you, yeah. then you buy another yeah you know Six of non-shitty, and then right. you buy another yeah. six. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a progression. It's a, it's you still buddies. have all you buy these. six, and you buy six, and you you know you got four guys, See, and all you got two dozen. Problem is, my buddies are like, "Hey, Corey, we need some more decoys." Yeah, yeah no. well, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, no, that is how no. it is. My, my buddies are great. You know, they if they can't contribute monetarily, they they're going to set scout. that goddamn field yeah. up. They'll scout. And I honestly, they'll stuff I, blind. You know, this isn't bullshit. I mean, I honestly like the way that the gym shoe decoys work. I like the the lightweight. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get some. We're gonna try them out. Why not? 
I'll pick some and, up. And then we'll do another podcast after you use them, and you can have some input. There you go. I agree. I'll, do, I agree. I'll, well, give, hey. you, I'll give you an honest. I ain't going to blow smoke up your ass. I'll give you an honest opinion of them. If yeah. there's something I don't like about them, I'll tell you. Right. Yeah. You know, that's and just I, how, uh, I, I, I that's how I am. I have I mean, not met somebody yet it. that has bought them and not liked them. I can't imagine. I mean, just playing with them just a little bit today, it was like, I don't. I mean, there wasn't anything glaring that stuck out that I didn't. My first thought was, how are these going to act in 20 below zero? And you're like, you gave me an example. Beat, beat they're just fine. They pop right out. They pop so right out. I mean, uh, and then we'll and see. you store them for eight months, ten months. They get a dent in them. That might stay there. But all you got to do, go lay them out in the sun. If you go put them out when you go hunting, they'll start with dents. And as long as the sun's beating on them, they'll be popped back out in no time. Or you use a hair dryer up the back of them and it pops right out. I mean, they're just – we're not claiming that we have re – we reinvented the decoy. Right. We are just making the they decoy serve more affordable sure. and, and more easier effective. to carry. Yes. Yep. And they do have tail loops, obviously. They right? do have tail All loops. Right. That's very important. <laughs> yes. That's, you, so. I, I'm not, that's very important to me now. Like, I do think that, like, the decoys from now on, if they don't, if they have a stake system, they're, if you don't have, if you're not putting loops on it. Because I think I even saw GHG now. Their new ones have loops yeah. on them. Everybody has tail loops. You got to have them now. You got to yeah. have them. That's, yeah, so that's just how it's going to be. But so. we do. We appreciate having you on the show. Absolutely, guys. Appreciate having you on. <laughs> have you having me on <laughs> my <laughs> own show? Yeah. Yeah. Having us. Yeah. No, but I, before we go, give everybody, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, so we are, uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, BB Waterfowl. Um, or you can always go to bbwaterfowl.com and you can check us out. Oh, I should do that right now. I'll forget. At least. And the same with Jim Shoe Decoys. JimShoeDecoys.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and <laughs> Twitter as well. Yeah. Twitter, I don't even do that. Well, it's we I we have a Twitter account. We don't update our Twitter account. Hashtag probably epic fail, but we have a Twitter account and I've never even logged into it. Yeah, boom, so. liked. BBC Thank you. Request. So cool, guys. check but us yeah. out. Facebook, Appreciate Instagram. It. Save you a pile of money whether you're some, just getting into birds. And if you're looking, if you're looking for video reviews, we have a bunch of them on Facebook. We run them over with trackos, beat them with baseball bats. Everything you can possibly imagine, Sweet. we do it. On, I'm going to check them out. On YouTube. Yeah. So, so. And maybe you hinted at maybe my listeners might get a discount code. Yeah, so if yes. any of your listeners that listen to your podcast want a discount code through Jim Shoe, we'll give them 10% right. off. Um, just we'll, we'll make our code podcast. There you go. Put in podcast. Yep. podcast you get 10% off. Promo code. And Sweet. Yeah. This will drop. Same exact way with, uh, with the BB Waterfowl. Cool. So we'll just do. so you know. So when you guys. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll get that code created tonight. Podcast gets you 10% off. A uh, dozen Canadians or I mean, I'm going to go I'm gonna go straight up, and we're going to get full scale. Oh, even better. Oh, full boy. scale, promo scope. Full scale. scale. He's going to do 34%. Uh, <laughs> that might be a little I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't say full scale because I can't remember what the name of the podcast was. <laughs> literally so we will hat. do. We will right. do. Literally right here. We'll do it. Oh. We'll <laughs> That's fine. I don't remember discount. anybody's name, so I'm going to have to write all this down just so I can put it in the details. <laughs> so we will do, uh, we'll do a 10% off discount. Use promo code fullscalebbwaterfowl.com. Cool. Convert your floaters so to full bodies. So can we do full scale on the That's fine. chip we'll shoes? Because yeah. that's going to be confusing if we have two different ones. That's fine. Full scale. So. Hashtag podcast code. nonsense. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> full scale. One word. <laughs> Hashtag Brandon awesome, doesn't guys. make it home. Appreciate yeah. it. Let's <laughs> go, let's go dr- get drunk and be somebody. The music's about to start. Yeah, there we go. Let's do it. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you.
Hey, everybody. Huge thanks to everybody who has taken the time to uh, download and subscribe to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, to rate us, to review us. Um, you're doing great things, and we are growing every day, and I really appreciate it. Another way we're growing is we have joined the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So what that means is people can now find us and listen to us on the Waypoint app, on your Apple TV, on Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, smart TVs, uh, hell, even gaming systems. So um, if you haven't downloaded the Waypoint app, do it now. You're going to thank me. It has over 2,500 of the best hunting and fishing shows and short films out there. This is one of the best apps you're going to find. Um, so I just would like to say thank you again for those that have already subscribed. Let's share it. Let's keep this thing going. And uh, I am proud to say that the Full Scale Outdoors podcast is now part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So thank you very much.